All right, recording. Okay, let's do this. Okay, I'm good. Welcome to the Salt Report. Where and I messed up. Like, I'm sorry. It sounded like you're gonna say something. It sounded like you're gonna say something. I, I I'm said, like, I don't want to be rude. I said I was. I, don't be I said I was good. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to the Salt Report Podcast, where four of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, comics, and all things nerdy. I'm Jake Lionheart, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Nikki. hey And Jesse. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was my hey. <laughs> um. It's her Link impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. And um, and welcome to the podcast, everybody. Um, I almost said like five of the internet's saltiest nerds because we have like back to back guests on the show right. lately. So, but um, Lord. yeah, it's it's back to the uh, the core group and um, the squad. I guess we're what also the, the squad. <laughs> the squad. squad. <laughs> yeah. And Lego. Uh, yeah, we're both. <laughs> And we finna get salty. So, um, our sponsor in our hearts this evening is a, a wonderful person. Uh, we're just gonna refer to her as Miss Gloria, and uh, Miss Gloria with two last first names because her her last names are first names. And um, we're happy to say that the Salt Report just came into a big chunk of money um 1100 million to be exact thanks to miss gloria um we checked our email which is usually pretty empty other than you've got a like on twitter or somebody dm'd you because that's the only emails we get and uh lo and behold there is one in the spam and i'm like who knows maybe it's something important let's just see what's in the spam and uh miss gloria just it, it's kind of hard to... I, I'm going to read it, but, you know, bear with me. It, it does get a little uh, emotional. Um, she says, Hello, my dear. I sent this mail praying for it to reach you in good health. Since I myself are in very critical health condition in which I sleep every night without knowing if I may be alive to see the next day. I am Miss Gloria, insert two first names, a widow suffering from a brain tumor, I have funds I inherited from my late husband the sum of $11 million <laughs> and then also put that out in numbers and in like letters $11 million my doctor told me uh, recently that I would not last due to the illness having known my condition I decided to donate this fund to a good person don't know why they emailed us because we're not <laughs> people. we're salty people <laughs> I will utilize it the way I'm going to instruct herein I need a very honest and God-filling or fearing person who can claim this money and use it for charity works, orphanages, widows. Yeah, I know, because we're like bills and bills, uh, some action figures, dolls, and then more bills. Um, widows and student also loans to bills. pay off, man. Yeah, student loans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, car payment. Almost got a car oh, payment all now. All of us were like, yeah, student yeah. loans. <laughs> yeah, American. bills, debt, <laughs> credit cards. Oh yeah, um, but she shit. wanted us to like help the orphanages and the widows and build schools for less privileged that will be named after her late husband if possible. Okay. She says, "I accept this decision because I am not afraid of death." Oh, 
<laughs> and she said, I'm waiting promptly for your reply. Thanks and God bless. Miss Gloria, insert first names. So thank you, Miss Gloria. We're looking forward to that $11 million. I just want to say, I'm imagining you like going into the spam folder in our email, like Michael Bluth going into the fridge and pulling out the bag that says, dead dove, do not eat. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. No, I saw the spam and like there was another one that was just as bad, but this one just, uh, to me, it was just like, I've got a brain tumor. And I'm just like, I was praying for the right person. I was like, I, I received this money from my late husband, who was a Nigerian yeah. prince. <laughs> <laughs> he looks just like Eddie Murphy from Going to America. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah, thank you. I was going to say, like, who still falls for this stuff? But I have People a friend do. who's like brother in law. Mm. Yeah, I know, who fell for like the IRS scam. So I was like, hmm. well, the IRS scans make a little bit more sense because they're a lot scarier than the four. They, they actually are creepy. I've because they're yeah, like, I've got gonna, the, the the federal marshal's gonna kick down your door if you don't pay your taxes right now. Oh no! Like I got the I got the voicemail one because I like I was like, what number is this? And it's like this woman's automated voice. So I don't know like how they what program they're using, but it's like like it does that thing where it kind of like gets you where you're in mid-conversation, like supposedly the recording started while you're like, hey, I'm not away from, you know, I'm away from my phone, mm-hmm. leave a message. And it's like, the IRS will be pressing, you know, taking you to court because of your unpaid taxes. And I'm like, what happened? There's no like, whatever. And then, yeah, you call yeah. them and then it's totally scam. Because then they're like, we need you to get some iTunes vouchers or something like that. I'm like, yeah, why would the IRS, yeah. first off, why would the IRS be calling you? Because yeah, they the IRS doesn't first. call you first. They send you letters and then they just file charges. Yeah. And garnish yeah, your wages. So I'm like, they, yeah, they don't have, <laughs> they don't have time to just send you a phone call. Like, Hey, how's it going? You want to pay yeah. your bill? No, I've definitely got but, um, the IRS scam call too. And it's oh, yeah. the shit out of me. Cause I'm like, what the, cause I have debt collectors that call me all the time. Mm. and so i was like is this is this related to my school debt and i'm like you told me as long as i was in school this wouldn't be a problem they keep calling me anyway and i'm like i'm still in school send you the sent you the what is it the like the, i have to send them my transcripts every mm-hmm. year and i'm like still in school hang up and they're like eventually they're just gonna call me and they're gonna be like you've been in school for 10 years <laughs> you need to start paying your loans so, where's my money yeah where's my, my damn money? money yeah yeah, yeah so lord um you may go yeah. unloaned if you answer me these riddles three <laughs> <laughs> oh sally may <laughs> god um so uh want to jump into some pre-salt let's do yeah. it yeah yeah. All right. So uh, my first bit of um, pre-salt is uh, I went on a Walking Dead marathon. Mm, I had left cool. off. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I left off like somewhere on like season five, and then um, just ridiculously just too much Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I think we're like we get three episodes left on season seven and then it's like what wait a year for it to come out on netflix because i'm not watching it as it airs or whatever but oh my gosh i was like a sad salty puddle of tears on like some of the Mm. some of the people getting killed like oh like 
I don't know. Have you, are you guys all caught up on? Walking I Dead? I haven't can't watched watch it. it. Actually, um, uh, I got I marathon the first season in like a day, and then started wow. up on the second season. <laughs> And, like, I was watching it at break at work and stuff and just going nuts with it. Oh, and wow. um, it was great. I was having a good time. And then I started having zombie nightmares where, like, my little sister was getting eaten. I'm like, okay, time to stop. Oh, time no. to stop. No, I played all the Telltale games, wow. but I haven't actually watched the show. Yeah, I, I do bad wow. with horror movies, especially zombies. It's not so much, like, the undead that scare me. It's, like humanity falling apart and people being horrible to each other that really stresses me yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Really... That's like really where the show is going now. Mm-hmm. Like um both of my moms I... watch it, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah, my parents watch it. <laughs> yeah. Like, my, one of my bosses and a couple of my coworkers watch it and they're always talking about it. I'm just like <laughs> It's all all those old people watching Walking <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Oh no but, the, yeah, my, so my like... boss isn't very old, but yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a really it good, gets especially good. like it gets. Yeah, it just gets. It just builds on it, and then you get attached to characters. Like, like there's a. If it was animated, I could do it, no problem. <laughs> but live action, it just it gives a me Walking nightmares. Dead anime. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that'll Jesse, probably happen. A Walking Dead anime. Well, there's the there's the games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I just don't have... I'm not, like, a big zombie fan to begin with. Me so neither. I don't really, really? Care. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, fine. I, I did see the episode... So- sorry, I did see the episode where they went to the city that had been firebombed, and so all the zombies were, like, melted. And, oh. I, I mean, damn, special effects are good in that show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, now really they've got, like, good. a tiger on the show, and I'm like, is that a real tiger? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I don't it's think me. it's real. But then it was like they had a deer, and the deer was like super fake. So I'm like, okay, that tiger's got to be fake. They did better yeah. with a tiger than they did the, t- the deer. But um, no, there's like this one character they introduce, which like I feel bad because like my whole thought was like when they introduced her, um, I thought about that last or whenever the podcast was when Jesse brought up the barrier gaze. And mm-hmm, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I'm like, please, no. And then like, she becomes like so likable, and then mm-hmm. like, oh, they and kill they her. rip her away from you. And then like, I'm and like, and it wasn't even a zombie; it was like another human. And then like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever done this, but like, right when she gets killed, like, I like covered my mouth, like to like hide my exclamation of a (gasps) (laughs) I like legit like covered my mouth like not Denise no not Denise his imaginary pearls yeah I clutched my imaginary (laughs) pearls yeah I was just like yeah I felt like the the animated version on like a Kill Bill, where that like whimper comes out of her mouth, and she grabs a whimper and puts it back in. Oh yeah, whimper, (laughs) whimper, yeah. That was me because I was like, "Not Denise." Like, like yeah, that show uh, really just ugh. like yeah, it, it's it's good. It's entertaining for a while. I was like just listening to my mom tell me about it, but uh, zombos yeah. they do me the frighten. <laughs> zombos they do me a frighten. <laughs> <laughs> you were such a they big do. frighten. They they yeah. frighten me real good. 
<laughs> I love Nikki so much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'll watch that. So we're getting close to the end, and Negan is a freaking... God, man, Jeffrey, what's his name? Jeffrey Dean or Dean Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> too many names. Three first names. He's just like you can't Bam. trust someone with two first names. He has oh three first names. You can't. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey, 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 Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, they can roll either way. Three last names or three first names. Um, God, he's so good as Negan. Like. He's like always smiling and happy and laughing, and he's like, "Hey, man, that's cool, dude. You're a badass." To... Like, it's so weird, but like, oh my gosh! Like, he seems to do well as that type of character. He also played the comedian in the film adaptation of Watchmen. But um, such a good bad guy. Like, ah, like it's incredible. But um, yeah, that's The Walking Dead. And then um, my next pre-salt is that there's this rapper named Lex, the Lexicon artist, mm-hmm. who I found on a fluke. But damn, I want to grow up to rap like her because she is freaking dope. <laughs> um, she has a band uh, Bandcamp website, and I like it was like a fluke. I think some other rapper is going on tour um, with like her MC Lars and this like punk rock rap band. I don't know what hmm. they're called, but they did their poster up like the Ninja Turtles, and so like I'm like, oh okay, so. Which Ninja Turtle is she? And so I, you know, she's like Raphael. So I clicked on the link. Then it had her um, song. And like, I don't know, like, <laughs> it was like deceptive. Because like her first line was like something like, yeah, I'm a rapper. I wrote these rhymes on the crapper. And I'm like, boo. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, she like hits you with like some dope bars. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, you tricked me into thinking you were whack and you're really dope. Um. And, uh, yeah, no, she's just amazing. So I'll probably put her band camp in the, um, description because like I was super impressed, um, with her music. And then my last thing is the cop from Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> I don't know what his real name is in real life. The cop uh, from Stranger cop Things from Stranger is his real name. name. <laughs> that Stranger Things. Yes, he's on, on the, the case. That 100% is his name. <laughs> Uh, on, I'm on the case. I'm on like Jim Hopper, Officer Jim Hopper from Stranger Things. Officer Jim <laughs> Hopper from Stranger Things. I know David the... David Harbor. Okay, David is Harbor is his name. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jim Hopper. Uh, they <laughs> <laughs> they released this picture of Hellboy today, and damn, it looks good. It looks incredible. It um, looks good. Not he's... as good as Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be Ron, Ron Perlman. <laughs> Ron yeah. looks like Hellboy. Like, yeah, like looks, he just like straight Hellboy up looks like Hellboy. Makeup. <laughs> yeah, he just he's needs just the Hellboy. fake horns and a cigar. It's and it's his yeah. job. Hellboy. It's perfect yeah. for Hellboy. He was born to play Hellboy. Yeah. So anything else from that is just always a downgrade. But he does. I will admit, Cop from Stranger Things does look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like mad beefy though. I'm just like, is he really that swole? I think I sent it to the DMs. I, I think there's prosthetics involved. I was just like, because if he's <laughs> that swole, I'm going to probably... stop eating and go lift weights tomorrow. Cause... Yeah. You have to eat to lift weights, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to gain muscle mass if you don't eat. I'm you like, gotta I got to do something if the dog cop from just Stranger Things eat, is that yoke. Just get, chicken. you know those, you know those uh, rotisserie chickens you can get from the store? Yeah, eat a rotisserie yeah. Yeah. one. You got to eat an entire... You you gotta eat a whole rotisserie chicken. Every time. Plus, you gotta have vegetables. all that protein. Plus yeah. Oh wow. If you're gonna lift weights, you gotta have protein. 
Oh, gotcha. You gotta eat protein. And apparently chicken is the best source yes. of it, even though people always suggest steak. It's actually no, chicken. No. chicken. Um, it's, it's, better, it's better for your protein. calorie value because steak is high in fat, yeah. but chicken breast yeah. isn't. So you get tons yeah. of protein yeah. for your buck. I love how we're telling Jake how to get swole. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I know the method. I just have not done it myself. Yeah. No, I well, once upon a time, I, I was into weightlifting and got... Well, not swole, because women kind of just get really dense, but I was I was into heavy lifting for a while and kind of fell out of it. So, That's like, true. yeah, I was eating tons of chicken breast all the time, and it's boring, but you can make it taste good with the right spices. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I love, love I One time, I was going through KFC to get some chicken, and they are like, we're out of chicken, right? <laughs> what? And How is KFC I out of chicken? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted, because, and, like... I went there for grilled chicken because I don't know if y'all know, but I eat low carb. So I went there for grilled chicken and they were out of grilled chicken. I'm like, well, do you have any other chicken? They're like, we don't have any chicken right now. We and don't I was have just any like, chicken. I was like, okay. So I drove, my friend was in the car and she saw the light leave my eyes. So I drove to Safeway <laughs> oh to get us some to food that I would make us food, right? Mm-hmm. And there were just like rotisserie chickens sitting there. And I'm like, there's nothing stopping me except for my goddamn morals from eating two rotisserie chickens <laughs> by myself right now. <laughs> Eat them uh, chickens. Eat them, them chickens. chickens. Yeah, and then get Hellboy Chicken. Swole. <laughs> yeah, get Hellboy, get Hellboy Swole. Get Hellboy Swole, Jesse. Yeah. Eat a chicken, lift a weight, get Hellboy Swole. Get Hellboy Swole. <laughs> yeah. I'm, because I'm eating so high-protein, low-carb, and I'm going to the gym, and... Uh, for my upper body, I'm trying to, like, keep it pretty, like, high reps, low weight, just because I – that'll help me be more cut than – rather than, like, larger, which is the opposite of what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but my legs, I don't really care. And so, like, I'm just – I'm just heavy weights with my legs, and now they're full. <laughs> like, they're swole. Like, you I feel like legs? I could crush something with my legs. Yeah. Could you crush a watermelon? I'm Whoa. waiting. I'm. Oh my god! The minute that I can crush a watermelon with my thighs, there will be a video on Please. Twitter. Yeah. Please. With a Kylo Ren mask on or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in booty shorts and a Kylo Ren. Oh my mask god! Have a Kylo Ren mask on, and then have like a little have the watermelon, but like fucking uh, finger paint Hux's face on. <laughs> <laughs> crushed it with my thighs uh, you can't tell me that's not and the then you can look at it and be like control. i will finish what you started and then crush the watermelon. <laughs> yeah Jesus. Fuck. come with me to crush the resistance just crush it with my thighs <laughs> uh but God. yeah so that's that's my pre-salt it's good pre-salt Jake. thanks good pre-salt. i tried that's very good well um the cosplay pool party went ahead uh, in spite of my reservations when I woke up that morning and got in my car and it started raining pretty much immediately. Um, it, uh, thankfully, I was, I was sitting there thinking, because it was quite, it was about 30 minutes away from my apartment, this pool. So I'm just like, I'm going to drive all the way down there and they're going to fucking cancel it because it's raining out. But when I got there, thankfully, they didn't cancel it because it wasn't, there was no lightning or thunder. It was just, it was just rain. Um, but it was a little bit cool out, so the pool was heated, but the minute you stepped out, you're just like, I have regrets. <laughs> I have a few regrets. 
Uh, it was fun, though. Um, unfortunately, my friend who was supposed to be on with me didn't was not able to make it. She got called into work last minute. So I had to go by myself. But um, it was... It was fun. A lot of, uh, quite a few people showed up. I'd say about 10 people, which is more than I was expecting. And yeah, it was fun in spite of the weather. Oh my God. (laughs) I had a few regrets later that day when I'm sitting there shivering and like trying to eat a piece of pizza (laughs) all wet from the pool. Um, I've been playing B5 again. Big surprise there. Um, I feel like. I'm starting to piece together how you get from the game to the interrogation room. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I guess maybe I'm getting kind of close to the end then, but I'm not really sure. It's hard It's hard to tell with these games, because like, how many are we going to skip a month, or is it just going to end? You know. And like, how many... I don't even know how many endings this one has, because like, yeah. 4 had three endings so did three like i don't know if they're just sticking with the three different endings like you get yeah. well then the four ending. added a couple of different endings uh, uh with golden yeah 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 like you could get marie's ending or whatever yeah and then you had about three or four different kinds of bad ending oh. um based on whether or not you were friends with a dodgy and that's right yeah um so yeah, I'm I'm still I've managed to mostly stay blind on Persona Five all this time. So thankfully, I don't really know what's going to happen, um, and I don't. The dungeon I'm in is kind of cool, um, and I'm not sure how many more are left. And I'm scared to look it up because I don't want to get spoilers. But I'm liking it, and uh, we'll talk more about that in the salt. Um, making a lot of progress on my stupid embroidery shit for that costume. I'm. Huzzah! Yeah, Yay. I'm about halfway done with it. Um, my cutoff for getting it done is like October 13th, because I want to wear it to a party the week before bonsai. But um, that's fun. It's, oh god, it's such a time-intensive process, but it is turning out really, really nice, so at least there's that. Um, and then the last thing I have is that I signed up for my first 5k, and quite a while. Yeah. Uh, the last race I did was back in May. It was the 10k ferry run that kind of was a disaster. Um, same oh, was place. Was that the one where the track was all jacked up or something like that? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't <laughs> rehash. They didn't mark it very well. That's right. Yeah. Um, and they didn't have enough uh, water stations, so I ended That's up right. running for like three miles without having any water, and it was like it was quite hot oh. that day, if I remember yeah. correctly. That was like um, early salt report. <laughs> yeah, that was that was in May, so it was like right after we started. Yeah, um, yeah. But the same, so that was at Gardner Village, uh, in a little bit south of here, and they ha- it's like a little little like shopping area set up to look like a cute little town, and they have different themes throughout the year. So at that point, it was fairy themed for the spring. Now they're mm-hmm. they're putting out the witch stuff this weekend Ooh. for their witches oh, themed yeah. stuff it's for spooky. Halloween. Spooky scary skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> Same though. But uh, they're putting out all their witch themed stuff. They're gonna have like witch themed events and little witch themed scavenger hunts for the kids. Oh, and cool. yeah, just fun stuff like that. And they're having a witches run five uh, K on September thirtieth in the evening. Um 
So I signed up for that. I found out today, I got an email that said that I met, I just barely met the cutoff that they're going to give me. So they give you like a shirt and a medal, but they're also going to give me a witch's hat to run in. So that's pretty exciting. Like last time I got fairy wings, this time it's a witch's (laughs) hat. So that'll be fun. I just hope that this run is better than the last one. I feel like it has a lot of potential to go really, really badly, Uh being that it's going to be after 8 p.m., and by the end of September, 8 p.m. is probably going to be mostly dark. So yeah, definitely. I, and maybe I should get like a little headlamp or something. But it's, <laughs> it's uh, already yeah. starting to get dark. I know. Like now. it's dark yeah. right now, and it's throwing me off because like yeah, it hasn't Soon. been getting dark till like nine lately, oh, all summer. And I'm just like, what's happening? I can't wait to text you guys in the or like um, send you videos of me. Like with covered in Halloween things on the floor. (laughs) Okay, but legit, like every time I go to Joanne's or Michael's now, I get sidetracked for at least thirty minutes looking at Halloween decorations. Like I can't, I can't just. Oh, I'll just pop in and get one thing. It'll take five (laughs) minutes. Like no, I have to go and stare at and touch all the Halloween decorations. (laughs) Yep, you got it. Absolutely me. I'm ready for Halloween. Yeah, I'm so ready. But anyway, get crunk in here. <laughs> Although Costco <laughs> is ready for spooky. Christmas. Oh yeah, I know Joanne, I saw Joanne that. and Michaels are also ready for Christmas, I'm which like, makes me very upset. Again, like I've said this before, I think it's pretty funny that I take great umbrage with Christmas decorations going up early, but when Halloween decorations go up in August, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think for me, Christmas has to happen. Uh, Thanksgiving is when I, the, on Thanksgiving, I finish eating, uh, we're going out for my, my mom's, or my mom and I, we usually go Black Friday shopping, mm-hmm. um, and so we put on, and that is the first time I can listen to, I'm allowed to listen to Christmas music <laughs> in the year, um, <laughs> That's the first time I'm allowed like to Christmas listen to music. Christmas music. I just don't. We've been listening to the same Christmas songs for the past like hundred years, and I can't. I, I, I maybe I'll post. Um, I make. I made a an alternative uh Christmas list a few years <gasps> Give ago. Give it to me. Yeah. So maybe I'll put it up for some other people who are tired of hearing the same thing over and over and over again. I would love it personally because <laughs> there's only so many times you can be like. It's beginning to look a lot yeah. like See, Christmas. I like thought you last... were going to say chestnuts roasting. <laughs> <laughs> the last, like, new Christmas song to come out was All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. I mean, uh, and that was in, like, the 90s. Yeah. Um, the she Killers and, and Don't Shoot one. Me Santa. I wouldn't call that a hit. <laughs> There's that... Yeah, well... Well, yeah, um, well, I don't... I'm not doing hits, so I'm doing... So it's just, like, alternative... Like "Don't Shoot Me, Santa," which is like one of my favorite songs ever. It's I haven't listened to it in a while. Oh, Santa! Yep, there it is. Okay. But yeah, I will. I will report back on how the witch's run goes. Perfect. Nice. I I guess. Um. Well. Uh. Hmm. I just keep playing Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> I haven't played anything! Like, and it's awful, because I really should get back to Fire Emblem Echoes, because that game is so good. I love Fire Emblem Echoes. I have the special limited edition box, and it's on my windowsill. I see it every day when I wake up. Every (laughs) single day. And I was like, 
mm, nope, I haven't charged my 3DS in like a month. I don't fucking know if that still has charge. <laughs> Can't bother with that. Um, oh my God. <laughs> She's gone. I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm, you're gone from this world. I am. I mean, I created an, an alternative character on Final Fantasy oh, because God. I hate myself, I guess. Uh... <laughs> So, but in your defense, it's like I had way too many that I didn't even play as. Mm-hmm. It's just too yeah, fun to build characters. It is fun, but listen, I'm <laughs> contemplating just leveling her to like 17 and then story boosting her for like $15. Like I'm going to put money into this character so I can skip the entire uh, base game story so I don't have to put a month of gameplay into her. Wait, you can do that? Yeah, you can. Uh, I don't recommend it because it takes away all the quests. Oh. So that's why I want to get her to 17 before I do it, like using the story quests, because then I can just go to Palace of the Dead, which we'll talk about soon. Um, So, because it's really rough grinding off fates and then making friends run around and do stuff with you, and I don't have the patience for that. Uh, But yeah, there's me and two other friends. We've created alt accounts and it's ridiculous we we have a problem because now we make these characters and it's like oh well now we got to come up with a backstory for them and make them cool it's like shit oh i want to play God. as this character now and it's <clears throat> it's bad this is this is my life now i'm this... calling a doctor no jesse <laughs> jesse i love this game i you can't just watch somebody play it because that's that's no fun. Jesse, but... she can quit anytime she wants. Don't you know that? <laughs> no, I, I I can't. Don't you know? I I absolutely cannot. I have. <sighs> so you you have these characters called retainers, and they're basically extra inventory slots, and they'll go out and do stuff for you, and you pay them like this little coin, and they'll bring you back shit. Uh, you get two. You can have up to seven. Or was it six? Anyway, you can you can have more than two, but each new retainer you have to pay a dollar extra a month to have. I just signed up for an extra retainer, so I am paying a dollar extra to have more oh inventory God. slots because I have run out of room on my two retainers, my own inventory. This game, I am so mad at it, but I love it, so I don't care. Like, that's where I'm at right now. This is bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, (laughs) Jesse. In my defense, I'm spending a lot of time hanging out with friends and having a good time after awful days at work. I'm calling a doctor for all (laughs) (laughs) y'all. I I woke up at like 5 this morning and rolled out of bed around 5.30 and then started playing. And I was like, I may as well play a game just to wake up now that I'm out of bed. And then I ended oh up, God. like, doing some bosses with my friend Alex, because they're three hours ahead. And it... Uh, uh, it's bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so- I mean, I'm sorry you have to listen to this. I would love to talk about Final Fantasy XIV for, like, three hours, but I won't. <laughs> um, I... Yeah, I should maybe do something else, but I won't. Um, <laughs> I I recently got an email from a company's HR department uh, hey. wanting to set up an interview. So hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully yeah. that actually pans out. I 
I got the email on Monday, but didn't see it until yesterday, so I replied to it yesterday. So, hopefully, I hear back and I can go in for an interview and something comes from it. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. And then, for you. uh, thank you. That's that's all I got for my pre-sale. Oh, um, I love my car. <laughs> I love my car, so you guys. Bad. Like, oh my god. This has been... The only reason I bring this up is because, uh, yesterday for, like, I think this is, like, the fifth time it's happened, walking out to my car, I just kind of stop gaze at it lovingly and like open my <laughs> arms out like i want to hug it like it's i i catch myself doing it i'm like nikki what the fuck <laughs> i love my car my car needs a name help me name my car Ooh. oh boy i, I was gonna a I, sea of regret <laughs> i was gonna name it kane after my friend's D character because <laughs> if i can't Cause if I can't ride Kane in the campaign, at least I can ride her on the way to work. I need, I need Jesus. I need to go. Hold on, logging out of the. I'm, I'm so left. mad at myself. I'm gone. I'm so fucking no. funny. <laughs> I'm so fucking funny, she says. <laughs> That's oh. so stupid. Oh my god. It's oh. So stupid. oh god. I can't breathe. <laughs> oh. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Here I go. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Um. Be so there. I. I uh. <laughs> Oh boy! I started watching Boku no Hero Academia. I screamed. I'm sorry, I Jake. I don't Future know what Jake. that is. Is that My Hero uh, Academy? It's an anime. Yeah, My, My Hero, Hero Academy. Academy. Yeah. Um, oh, no Hero Academia. Yeah. Uh, I cried within the first two episodes. Oh boy! It, it's emotional. You shut up, Nikki. You I'm shut up right I'm, now. I'm you don't boy. know of what you speak. I'm, I'm you boy. don't know of what you. Sp- you listen. I adopted forty-seven children. Um. <laughs> And that that should be what Boku no Hero Academia. Are you ready to adopt children? <laughs> oh, guys, it's so. I was worried. Okay, so when people started watching, I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. I don't know if I could. Like when I watched Naruto as a child, I liked Naruto, but now as an adult, I went back to try to watch it, and I can't watch it. So I was like, if it's gonna be like super shonen, I don't know if I can do this. Guys, it has so much heart. Oh, God. It's the first time in a long time that I've really loved the um, protagonist of a shonen um, series. Mm-hmm. He's just so precious. My little precious baby Deku. Oh, my God. I want to <laughs> squeeze him. Um, he So uh, just some background information if you don't know. Basically, um, they they and you know what? This is a perfect show for me because actually the creator loves American comic books. Um, and references them a lot in the manga. Like, there are even some characters uh, in the audience from comic books that they couldn't put in the anime because for copyright reasons. Oh, yeah. um, and, like, they live they're, they live in, like, Tatooine, which is, like, you know, Star Wars related. Like, it's it's just it's just my life, okay? <laughs> um, and uh, so, basically, they live in a world where um, people have powers, and they call them quirks. Kind of like X-Men like that idea except it's instead of just it being some people it's most people have quirks um and they can be anything like one dude's just a bird he has a bird demon inside of him and a bird head and he's a sweet baby boy um (laughs) 
But he, there's a part where I, I sang to my friend, because he, he has a beak, but he also has teeth. And I'm like, I have a beak, but I also have teeth. And she, like, lost her mind, because it just bothers me that he has both. Um, but, like, some of them can be one girl uh, can, re- like, change the gravity effects on items when she touches them and then lets them go, blah, blah, blah. And there's um, a lot of villains, because they have quirks, but there's also a lot of superheroes, like All Might who always saves the day with a smile. He's very, like, Captain America-esque. And his, like, he's, like, the Texas... He'll be, like, the Texas Stomp or the Detroit Smash and shit. Like, all of his stuff is named after America, which I think is kind of funny. Um, and uh, there's this little boy, the main character. His his actual name is, like, Midori. Uh, but his, his friend, um, or friend is a loose term, um, calls him Deku. Uh... As in a person who can't do anything, though later a girl uh, says Deku's like, I can do it. Uh, So that changes. Um, But he really, he really, really, really wants to be a hero. Uh, But he's born without a quirk. And um, both of his parents have quirks. He just doesn't. And he's devastated. And his mom is devastated for him because she knows. Like, he watches the same All Might video all the time. Oh, my God, my heart. My little <laughs> tiny heart. Uh, so then um, he's still going to try and get to into the Hero Academy anyway because he he has dreams, okay? And he's going to follow them because he's a good boy. Um, and uh, his childhood friend who's now his – who hates him for some reason that I'll never understand – um, Bakugo, he has a pretty strong quirk. He can cause explosions in his hands. Um, he also wants to go to the Hero Academy, uh, and he bullies the shit out of Deku now. It's very, it's very annoying. Although you end up kind of liking Bakugo after a while, and you don't understand why. Um, it, it's, it's just because you're forced to be exposed to him. But, uh, however, um, it, all this stuff happens, and Deku ends up meeting All Might, and All Might says, "I'll, you can inherit my quirk. Um, uh-uh. So, yeah. So All Might has this quirk called All for One. And he got it from someone else. And they got it from someone else. And they got it from someone else. So uh, he, and that's not supposed to be possible, but it it, it is. So um, Deku trains, because he sees Deku as very heroic, even though he doesn't have a, a quirk. So he trains Deku to take the quirk because he can't if it's just his like normal body he'll explode or something i don't remember what it was <laughs> so he goes through like a training montage and then he's like okay eat this hair which is like the <sighs> grossest <sighs> i know Deku's oh, like because no. <laughs> he like all might literally just plucks a hair off of his head and is like eat this Ugh. um oh my god and then he goes to the test to take the test to get into the academy. Um, he ends up breaking every bone in his body, but he gets in. Uh, so um, they he gets into the academy, and the rest of the story is him, and his class is full of the people who, did, who scored the highest. He's in the 1A class. Um, but he can't use his powers without breaking himself somehow. Oh. His, his body hasn't adjusted to it yet. Oh. So, like... He had he's that part of it is him learning how to use his powers. Bakugo is really spoiling the entire series now. No, Bakugo is really uh, booty tickled that he's in his class. <laughs> um, 
they're in the same class, of course. And then, like, all of these people be- are slowly becoming friends, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and All Might becomes one of the teachers. So Aww. that's the whole setup for it. And uh, it's so good, you guys. And All Might <laughs> is dying. Um, this is something that's he tells spoiler. you right away. No, it's not. It's something he tells you right away. It like, it's in the description episode? of the anime. Yeah. Oh. He got hit by something, and he's dying. Kind of sounds so, like a lot uh, happens in this first episode. Yeah. <laughs> a lot does happen in the first episode. Um, and uh, so he, he, what do you call it? He, uh, that's part of the reason he wants to pass down his power. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of like um, Deku's mentor. Um, but it's it's fun, and everybody's quirks are really fun. And I don't think there's a single girl character in this show that I do not like. Like, they're just... They're so exceptional and weird, and they're allowed to be weird, and everybody's quirks are so funny. Like, some people got really good quirks, and other people, you're like, oh, that that's your quirk? Okay. Um, it's I really recommend it. I know I'm, like, talking out my ass about it, but I'm so... I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I, w- I watched the whole first season in one night. Oh, wow. I was so into it. Um, Damn. I'm definitely thinking about cosplaying Todoroki from it. Uh He's the pretty fire and ice boy. Um, and his dad is a jackass. But uh, it's super good. Highly recommend. Just watch the first episode. Um, you might cry because I cried. My friend cried. We all cried. Um, and it, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really funny. Um, and if and like great fight scenes, if that's what you're into. I, I kind of like fight scenes, funny enough. Uh, I do. And they don't take forever. It's not like Dragon Ball Z where, like, oh my God. it's 17 years before yeah. a fight is over. Yeah. Um, so, highly recommend. Um, then I I decided that uh, I, I was going to try and play Dishonored. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, you guys. I believe in so you. So, I've never, <laughs> I've never played any video game on a PC ever in my entire life. And then my friend is like, here, use my PC to play Dishonored. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm so bad at it. I mean, and if, like, you, if you played with a controller, you might be better. Because you can use, like, a PlayStation controller. Yeah, she was she was thinking about get, letting me use a controller the next time. Because mm-hmm. she's like, Jesse, why are you just hitting W? You can hit D and A <laughs> as well. Like, you can move different. Yeah. W? Uh, and, like, so the thing about Dishonored... Um, I know K has played it, but there's, uh, you can get high chaos and low chaos, mm-hmm. and I don't like the high chaos endings, so no. I was trying to get low chaos, but I'm so bad that, like, I just keep killing people, <laughs> but, like, the goal is to more, like, incapacitate people, but I would, like, somehow trip someone up. She's like, how are you getting these guards to fall? I'm like, I'm just that <laughs> okay, bad. Okay, in your defense, my... The first time I played Dishonored, like, I turn a corner. Very first guy you run into, like, in wherever that jail cell that you're breaking out of. Like, I turned a corner. This yeah. dude was like, hey! And I lobbed his head off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was that like, was the first shit, thing. you scared me. <laughs> I, I know. I, I had I, like, Immediately, problem. I'm like, uh... Because, like, you have to hit, like, left control or something to incapacitate them. And I always forget. Or yeah. I tried, it doesn't work. <laughs> but, and so I'm like gonna gonna shoot you and <laughs> um uh like also distracting the rats is really annoying because yeah, i kept throwing hard. the body and like it, it like it was too close to me and they start eating me i'm like stop eating me so i'm like right. running around in circles um 
but I, I was terrible at it. She was laughing her ass off, and I just want her to know when she's listening to this that I'll never forget that. It's remembered. It's burned into my mind. She's like, I'm just going to laugh at you for the rest of this. And I'm like, this is my first time. I actually don't care that she laughed at me, but I'm a, I am was a little booty tickled while I was playing because I'm like, I am trying to focus right now. Yeah, my my um, first playthrough of Dishonored was a high chaos one just because I was too bad at chaos. the game to to get the low chaos ending. I just, yeah. I can't, I can't stealth and I also can't play first person games. I'm really bad at them. I'm not really sure why. I guess I just find them disorienting. Um, so yeah, it was just a really bad combo and it, it's a hard game. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to stealth. Um, like I really just stay and crouch the whole time. And honestly, there are so many scenes that it hurts you though because like I'm like can people stop telling me that I killed murdered my wife or girlfriend, she's not your wife. My uh my lover, the person the mother of my child because I'm getting real sick and tired of people saying this to me. Like it hurts me and I'm not even actually Corvo. Um <laughs> and then uh I I finally got to meet the outsider. Uh, and he made me walk up a bunch of fucking stairs, and I'm like, why? And then he gives you the power to, like, blink places, still gotta walk up fucking stairs to talk to him, and I'm like, why are you making me walk up these fucking stairs, you goth twink? I just, I don't understand. (laughs) He just wants to fuck with you really hard. He does. He absolutely does. I saw my first void whale. It was very exciting. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely love the outsider. I think it's because I too am a goth twink on the inside and I, I just, I just love it. But, um, yeah, I'm bad at PC games and I don't know if I'll ever be better. Um, um if you, my- if you haven't been already, I would use the heart as often as you can. Cause she says some really interesting stuff sometimes. I'll have to, uh, check that. Has he not given it to you yet? No. Um, oh, my... Pa- yeah. The heart. No, he yeah. has. Yeah, the heart. Yeah. Um, I was listening to it, because he makes you follow it in the void, like, to yeah. teach you how to use it. Yeah. Sometimes, like, she'll say things about uh, different people that you kind of use it in the vicinity of, and then also sometimes she'll just say random yeah. stuff, and some of that random stuff is fascinating. <laughs> or you could just look up a script like I did, but it's more interesting to hear <laughs> it in the game. <laughs> Yeah, it is very interesting to hear it in the game. Um, and her voice is actually really nice. Yeah. Um, I think my last piece of pre-salt is the penis boob story I just heard today. So <laughs> I'm taking Psych 34. It's uh, basically um, the... Uh, what are you... The psych of human sexuality. So I've taken, like, a bunch of physical sexuality classes, but this is more about, like, what's going on in your head. Um, And we were talking about love and how we feel connected and how love um, works, right? And our teacher, I I can't do a German accent, so you're just going to have to imagine her German accent. Um, She was talking about how we know we feel connected, and she's like, let me tell you a story. My husband and I... Uh, we're driving through the desert chasing wild horses. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh boy. <laughs> and she's like, wow. and we ran in. Yeah, I know. And she's like, we ran into the Burning Man Festival. And there was a middle-aged couple. And she's like, uh, they were very rotund. Both of them were very round. And um, the man had his. Uh, oh, they were also completely nude. She says that first. They're completely <gasps> which nude. Is, which is normal for Burning Man. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. It's Burning yeah. Man. And she's like, and the man had the tip of his penis pierced. 
and attached to the tip of his penis piercing was a was a heavy chain that led up to the woman's nipple where it was attached to her nipple piercing okay and they couldn't move too far from each other without pulling on this piercing right and she's like that certainly is a type of connection and <laughs> that certainly is a type of connection but but i'm sorry and uh and she was like please don't tell this to your other classes but it was just it was just so <laughs> funny with oh her like God. german accent and she tells stories very gently and it was very slow as she's going into this i'm like where is this story going and then uh, first i thought she was going to say that she saw them having sex or something but no and she's like this chain was also not delicate it was it was about it was several pounds and i was like ah! <laughs> It was just this pterodactyl noise. Story. Uh, pterodactyl noise. Thinking pterodactyl about screech. a seven-pound chain, or it's probably only like a couple pounds, but pulling oh my on my nip knob oh, is just like it's just like it's so terrible. Don't tell your other classes, and now it's immortalized on the Salt Report podcast. <laughs> like you just. <laughs> I mean, it's oh well. You guys aren't in my class. Um, it's true. She, you're it's right. True. It's true. Yeah. Shit, you're right. Uh, um, but yeah, no. I I mean, like, it's well within her ability to tell that story because we're talking about sexuality and we are in college. So, I mean, we do have to. She she's not very. Um, she doesn't beat around the bush. Hey, hey. Uh, no pause. She's uh, she she's blunt. You know. Yeah. Um. So you, you get really used to it. Like, she's like, and then next time we talk about orgasm, right? And she, she was like, can you please write five words in your notebook about what you think about when you think about orgasm? And, you know, my first one was little death, right? And then my second one was cool. And my third one was, like, dope. And my fourth one was, like, nice. <laughs> like... I'm not very eloquent in that class, but yeah, that was a that was a story for the ages. She always tells the best stories. Cool. So I'm I'm done. You're done. I'm not that exciting today. <laughs> Take a little sippy sip of my water. Cool, cool. Well, I guess uh, let's let's get into some salt. Um, let's season this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, my first bit of salt comes off of uh, more. Walking Dead, and um, it's 2017. Am I like the only white person not willing to investigate a thump noise? Uh, <laughs> I gotta tell I, you, I, I think I would be the person that would investigate. <laughs> no, okay, a we're okay, gonna no. kill you. <laughs> so, You're gonna real, fucking die. This is gonna sound made up, but it's a real story. I was at a train <laughs> station. Fake, actually, <laughs> I was at one of the um, Utah Tracks <sighs> train stations waiting for one of our trains and the payphone started to ring no. oh no <laughs> and i answered it like a dumbass everyone around me is just like i've seen how this horror movie ends oh, and they're not touching God. it but i answered it and it ended up just being like a little spanish lady but like it's what's always the wrong spanish. with me it's the it same was spanish like, lady it's just a little spanish lady. it's oh anytime you get a wrong number it's that lady it's <laughs> 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 okay, no, you're the first to die in this horror I'm movie. I'm the white woman in the horror movie. No, no. yeah, I don't know what to it is. To be fair, 
My mom is definitely that person will watch like haunted house stories. I told you she's the one who keeps trying to go. Yeah, trying to kill you. Yeah, she's also that woman. Uh, she she was like uh, the people will be like this house was weird, but I stayed, and I'm like I would have been gone. And my mom's like, but look at the veranda, and I'm like, no. Yeah. But Sorry. look at the veranda. Look at the Spanish tiles. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get fucking shit. gone. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that that happened. Well, it happens a lot, I feel like, in The Walking Dead, where it's like, ooh, what's that noise? Let's go investigate. And I'm like, zombies, bro. Like, we already know what it is. Yeah, what the fuck else would yeah. it be? Yeah. And so it's like, I'm like, A oh. bad person. It's, it's like, there's no <laughs> yeah, such to no be situation. Fair, sometimes it's a person. Yeah, it could be Negan. Like, there's no situation in which there's a good thing on well, the other end of that thumping noise. That's true. Well, on this, this particular scene that it came up in, it was uh, definitely a zombie. And it was like, the worst thing about it was like the zombie was like uber rotted away, but like I guess the person from what it looked like, it looked like the person ate their baby, uh, and so like it was like kind of like that visceral thing. I, I don't know because like the, uh, it was it was weird. And then it had this thing where it was like hush 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 that was written on the wall with the person's blood or something like that. So like that was where the whole like when she comes running out is like oh you know we told you to just chill. And she's all yeah. crying in the corner or whatever, but I'm like, no, like it's a thump, it's a zombie. You don't go. I don't want you to die. And then you get killed don't by a human. Go, so don't go by thumps. Yeah. So I was just kind of, I was just kind of like, it's 2017. Are white people still? Are we still falling for this white people? Um, the answer is yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then I love when people ask me to go check on stuff in the house. I'd be like, no. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> One time, scare the scariest fucking thing that I've ever heard outside my door. Uh, was I thought I heard a baby crying. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't oh. open the door for that. I would just call the police. Yeah. I, uh, I would be sad. That's I'm creepy. like, this is some fucking horror. Like, I looked out the window, there was nothing, so I was like... <laughs> You're like, nope, time to go. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bye, bitch. Nope, right out of there. Um, yeah, so... Um, and then my next one uh, was actually... Today, I was watching some Game Grumps... Um, as I usually do, and uh, it turns out that Dan Avedan liked the Netflix Death Note movie, and um, Dan is canceled. Dan is canceled. <laughs> yep. yep. You Dan. can't cancel a person. Dan, Dan is, is canceled. Dan is canceled. I'm um, sorry. I was just like, what? And and the thing is, like, he watched the anime. Top ten anime. Exactly. Betrayals. Yes. Top ten anime. Dan Avedan, Game Grumps. Um, yeah, I guess he said he liked it, and I'm like, what? And then, like, the funny thing was, like, even, like, Aaron, like, who hasn't, like, watched the anime or the movie, is like, what? He's like, are you serious? <laughs> like, so yeah. I guess he just knows how bad it is. Like, I don't want to Yeah, someone tried movie. to tell me, they're like, yeah, it's it's not a good adaptation of the uh, anime, but if you watch it on yeah, its own, it's no still a good movie. And I was like, no, it's not. It's, it's not. just, it's, no, like, it, no, it's, as a standalone it's, movie, it's quite awful. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. And I think he even like try to say like, oh well, you can't fit all the you know the all the anime into a movie, and I'm like, but you can try to at least get the tone Make right. It good. You can edit the existing plot. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah. I'm like, no. Top ten anime betrayals. Dan, Dan no. Avidan. Yeah. I always want to call Dan. him Adavan, and I'm like, no, Chassie. Dan, that's vacation. That's his, um, the stage name or whatever. <laughs> All right, and then okay for my next my next bit of salt. Uh, I don't know how this is going to work out because 
Um, <laughs> uh, We're complaining uh, about it. Well, oh. uh, okay. <laughs> Should we? We it's, could save it for the end of the show if you if you want. Because I get yeah. Because I don't know how how I'm gonna. Because it's it's not even it's beyond salt. It's like I'm I'm legit gonna have diarrhea on top of like Stephen King. Like Whoa. I'm gonna just oh. I'm just gonna dookie and shit on Stephen King. And, Go uh, for it. It's fine. <laughs> Just don't it's listen fine. for the next five minutes if you're going to be offended by this. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So skip ahead. So <laughs> content warning, I guess. Yeah. I so I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also, I guess. Oh, that's I can... what you meant. I thought. Yeah. yeah. You said shit no, on no, Stephen like... King. I was like, well, if you really like Stephen King, skip ahead five minutes. <laughs> well, well, here's my thing too. Like my my thing is like I I feel like our community actually does really like Stephen King. I feel like when it comes to it. Um, this is another reason why I'm really salty because of the things I've seen in our Twitter community as far as this mm-hmm. book is concerned. And so I, I do want to say this to our listeners and our friends. Um, I am not shitting on you for liking Stephen King's writing. I am legit just shitting on Stephen King because my beef is yes. with him. Like I legit have beef with Stephen King. Like I would box this dude if I could or if he was my age and I want to get in trouble. Like I would legit like square up. <laughs> And like, oh, like, like, legit, like the ghetto Jake is coming out right now. Like, that's how salty yeah. I am. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm turning urban real quick inside of me right now. So I do want to say that. Um, it all happens actually, and it ties into imported salt because uh, my buddy Saul's like, "Hey, I've got some salt for you," and I'm like, "Hey, dude, send it to the DM over there because I'm probably gonna forget." And Kay's a lot more on top of it than I am, so <laughs> send it over there. Damn right. And um, so, so he and he brings it up, and then um, so I'm curious because on our community, it's been like, "What chapter two? What's happening in chapter two? And then someone's like, "Hey, oh, blah blah blah," and then but if you look over that, it's a really good story. And then even saying that like the stuff that's cut out of the movie, the new movie that came out. Um, it's in good taste because that stuff didn't need to be in the story and it doesn't help the plot mm. or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, but I'm curious. I'm like, what's going on? And he tells me that he's rereading the book. And so I'm like, Hey, what's, what's the big hubbub? I've heard, um, there's like homophobic stuff. I heard there's racist stuff. And then he tells me, and this is where the soul begins. He tells me that there's, um, a kid orgy and I'm like, uh, excuse me. And he says, yeah, there's like 13 to 15 year olds, um, having sex. To which I'm uh, to uh, to me at this point I only know that there's boys that the losers club the main characters in the in the book and in the movie I thought it was all boys so I'm like you mean to tell me there's one girl yeah there is one girl but at this point I didn't know there was a girl yeah I think it's seven total yeah and so at this point I'm like so thirteen to fifteen year old boys just start like booty booping each other like I don't understand what's the context. Like, what's the context of this? And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm actually really nervous about this. So I say anything funny. It's honestly because I'm nervous about like my salt because I don't want to offend anybody. But at the same time, I'm, I'm really kind of upset at what, what, what's going on with Stephen King. And, um, I, I don't know if like I'm pushing the boundaries or I'm being salty for no reason. So that's why I bring it up to actually hopefully start a conversation about this. But yeah, so I was like, what the hell? Like, are you, why, 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 why? <laughs> this is my question to him. And he's like, ah, and he's kind of like, I haven't read it in a long time. And he's like, I think it's some kind of bond thing that brings them together as a group. And he's like, and he kind of said, like, more people will, like focus on the homophobic, racist stuff in the story than they do on this scene. And then the same thing, I'm like, well, how, why, what's going on? And um, so then, like, 
through this long thing of DMs. I'm like trying to find what's going on. So then I, I pull out this like article or whatever. I'm like, what does Stephen King say about this? And it's like this, like, um, I, I guess I'll link it or whatever. But it's, um, this person says, I've been meaning to ask Steve for years now to give his explanation on why the sex scene was included in it. Uh, better late than never. And then so in his own words, and I guess what, I guess let me say this. What actually happens in the story is it's not 13 to 15-year-old boys having sex with each other. It's, they're 11-year-olds, so they're even younger. <laughs> so prepubescent, maybe some of them going through puberty, maybe some of them not going through puberty and not knowing. I don't know how he wrote this. I'm pretty sure he doesn't explain it. Because I even like started even looking up puberty articles when it happens. Because that's how like like livid I was about this. Like how, what's going on with this stupid story? Um. Uh. So what happens is they just get done killing or defeating Pennywise, or so they think. Because there's a part one mm-hmm. as kids, a part two as adults. So they think they've killed Pennywise. They're trying to escape the sewer. They can't figure it out. They're lost. And for some reason, the girl. Of, and according to this, it's of her own free will, suggests that they should all have sex with her to kind of bond them together and to kind of like do this thing or whatever. And then so they end up having a gang bang train thingy on her. And um, apparently it's described in seven pages, really illustrating the love of it. It says like it was like a lazy Sunday afternoon, like reading poetry, all this imagery. Um, and so Stephen King himself said... I wasn't really thinking of the sexual aspect of it. The book dealt with the childhood and um, adulthood, 1958 and grown-ups. The grown-ups don't remember their childhood. None of us remember what uh, what we did as children. We think we do, but we don't remember it as it really happened. Intuitively, the losers, because they're called the Losers Club, knew they had to be together again. The sexual act connected childhood and adulthood. It's another version of the glass tunnel that connects the children's library to the adult library. I don't know if that's a book thing. I don't I don't know what that is. Um, times have changed since I wrote that scene, and there is now more sensitivity to those issues. That was Stephen King himself saying that uh, November 17th, 2003 is when that was uh, posted. And um, I don't know. Something about this just struck me really like, wow, like this dude is <laughs> literally right. And then like I – from what I've seen, nobody can really give you a – reason why this should be happening in the story like all i've really seen is like yeah you know if you don't pass that and then like even the movies the movies the the one with tim curry and this new one have it cut out because it's like why do we need a freaking 11 year old gangbang happening in this movie um there's no way it would get past yeah (laughs) yeah exactly there's no way it would happen and so like this just like it just really irked me and it really made me salty and upset because I'm just like, why? And then so I, I started doing some research and then like I come across this like article that has like the top five sickest Stephen King um, sex scenes. And it literally goes, number five is in the stand. There's an anal with a handgun sex scene where I guess this guy like gets the other guy off with like the freaking loaded gun in his butthole. Um, yeah, but there's like a sexy. I mean, you know, <laughs> that one I'm not salty about. Okay. That one's, I mean, you know, 
<laughs> as long it's as definitely it's definitely weird, but it's, like, yeah. whatever. It's like, I, I'm pretty sure there are definitely people doing that right now as we talking <laughs> on this podcast. Okay, <laughs> well, in the podcast. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like, and at least in that one, I, I believe, it's from what I've read in the article, it says, um, a, uh, what was it? He ends up in the unwitting company of a young psychopath who goes by the kid. So I don't know how old the kid is, but... He's mm, not a child. It's in the stand? Yes, the stand. Let's do some research. And uh, apparently it's a trash can man who gets booty booped by the freaking gun. Um, booty booped. Booty booped, yeah. That's that's hood lingo for... That's the word now. It's booty boop. Um, booty then number four is electro rape in apt pupil, which I, I don't know what that I'm is. I'm not familiar with that one. I just, I just didn't want to um, look at that. Um... <laughs> Then the next one, like number three, was licking semen stained sheets in the dedication. So I'm like, eh. I'm absolutely certain someone's doing that right now. <laughs> yeah, someone's doing that. Uh, like that's something I guarantee you is happening right as we speak. <laughs> then oh um, number two, which I was like, wow, is the incredibly detailed child rape in the library policeman. Jesus Christ. Um, this one, I don't know why I kind of, I was like, what? this is number two, so I'm like, how bad is this? Um, apparently so it's FYI, a... sorry, the real oh, name man. and age of the kid is not known. Oh, he's not hmm. known. Hmm. So he no, could be in any... But he's very short. <laughs> very sh- he's La La Fell short. The, 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 yeah, the, the article <laughs> I found was like, he's five foot three. Um, yeah, so I guess the number two is this thing where... Um, I guess it's this like lack. It calls it a lackluster novella. Uh, for one, it, it, it this article like says it's one of his like worst writing or worst books or whatever. And this is essentially this guy who um, is trying to confront a demon that like lives in a library or something like that. It says he unwittingly falls into a trap set by a demonic librarian to kill him and assume his identity in order to continue her life as a murderer of children. So I guess that's the plot. What? Yeah. And, um, that sounds like it could have been a wild ride, but apparently it's not uh, yeah. that good. And then it also like brings up that fact that it says like, he hates libraries. And um, it moves to his final con- confrontation with a demon uh, where he sees why in a dream or like a repressed memory or whatever. And I guess what happens is uh, he was raped in the library. So that's why his disdain of libraries. But it says, um, what does it say? Like, yeah, I guess a man claims to be a policeman. And orders Sam, the you know the main character, to come in with him to pay the fines on his books. The fine ends up being a prolonged anal rape of the boy, and I do mean prolonged. The grown man forces his massive penis into Sam's ass as he's forced against the wall. All described with intimate detail of almost every thrust for four whole agonizing pages. Um, it's the sort of thing that if a director put it in, in film, he would probably be cock-punched to death. Um, the king... Uh, but King keeps uh, it going and going and going. It may, in fact, be the most detailed sex scene in all of his works. Save one. Number one being the children gang banging it. Um, and this, like, I guess in this article, the guy is saying, like, he feels like this is the part where the editors stop being editors and they were, you know, no one was there to say, hey, Steven, rein that shit in. Um, but, yeah, it, let me see. It says... Um, let me see. Blah, blah, blah. 
Um, the novel of a shape-shifting child-hunting demon named Pennywise um, is almost 1,100 pages long. Still, it's a good tale about the power of friendship and strength of childhood imagination. In fact, it's exactly what that um, helps the seven uh, kids overcome an ancient evil. That being said, apparently overcome, overcoming being lost in the sewers can only be done by having six 11-year-old boys sequentially fuck an 11-year-old girl by her invitation. Um, seriously, the gang has just brought about the end, or at least they believe so, of a pan-dimensional monster in Mortal Kombat. They've slain something that's claimed thousands of lives in their town in the most gruesome manner imaginable, but suddenly the concept of tunnels is just too much to overcome without a sudden magical orgy. And it's all the girl Beverly's idea. She realizes the group needs bringing back together. And the only way to do that is to lose her virginity in a mass hump session. Whoa. To be fair, it's exactly portrayed with a lot of love. Certain, certainly in comparison to um, the parade of sexual atrocity that's preceded uh, on this list. But no matter how many reference to affection, bird watching, lazy days spent reading funny books or poetry, it's still seven pages of grade school group sex session. It's sheer randomness lands it on, to- on the top spot. Um, what was it? And then, oh, and then it says this character, Bill, is uh, he gets sloppy six, and apparently he's the trans, uh, the transparent stand-in for King himself. Um, I don't know. I was just really appalled by the whole thing, and I, I guess it's a great horror novel, and the whole clown thingy, and I, you know, the the movie itself is if it hasn't already become number one rated R movie in history. It's going to be probably by the time this podcast comes out. Um, But I'm just kind of like in awe that all of this stuff is in Stephen King's books and nobody's really talking about it because he's an award winning novelist. And I feel like I feel like people talk shit about Stephen King quite a bit. Especially since he's like, so prolific, I mean, I think he's got to yeah, have tons of stinkers. They do, like, yeah, and that's, that's the thing, yeah, he does have bad books and stuff like that, like, not everything is golden, but I'm just like, to me, like, I feel like, what's the difference between him writing this and then, like, Trump saying, grab a girl by the pussy? Like, I'm like, are we just going to brush this shit off? Like, I don't, and so that's my thing, that, am I going too far? Because, like, I, like, I don't know, like, I just feel like, why do you have so much, like, child sex happening? Like, this is a gangbang with 11-year-olds, you got another kid... In like four pages being raped. Um, yeah, and I don't know what his current writing is like. like I, those books are quite old. Yeah, I think it's definitely an issue that it's reoccurring. Um, yeah, that's gross. For me, uh, I definitely understand. This is that I want to hundred percent say that I do not at all. Uh, condone that behavior let's start let's start with that um i've definitely yeah i've definitely read books where characters have been sexually abused and they talk about their past of sexual abuse um maybe it's but it's usually handled in a way where like it's implied uh or they tell you a very specific event that happened to them from their point of view them speaking through their agency um with the with the connotation that it is a negative thing that happens to them um if someone is a, uh, I, I know social workers who have talked about this, if someone is a survivor of this kind of abuse, um, they may also write about it as a cathartic experience. So that's one way that I feel like, okay, well, this person's getting over what they came through. However, in this case, you have this man uh, writing for what is essentially entertainment value. 
And that is frightening. Yeah. That mm-hmm. to me um, isn't isn't a person talking about their issues, isn't a person um, implying that something happened in the past and this is like why this character is a certain way, um, introducing their personal dilemma uh, through um, more of uh, an implication and or through the character's own agency talking about their past where it's condoned as a negative thing. Um, especially, I think it's more sinister to make this gangbang uh, romanticized in the way that it is mm-hmm. um, than it is to to address it as a negative thing that's happened. So for the, for him to write about, like, oh, thinking about the birds or whatever when people are having sex and blah, 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 that's almost more horrifying to me than, like, it just happening. Um but there's definitely I know that this it's something I can't read um, or I, I can't watch. Like, I'm one of the few people I know who has read Clockwork Orange but not watched the movie um, because I read the book and there was a rape scene in it. And I was like, I can't watch this. Um, and it's it's one of like it's a pretty horrific scene. Yeah, it's actually, it's not a fun scene. That's it's not mm. it's bad in general. No, it's not. Uh, so I definitely I definitely don't think it's beyond beyond questioning i think it's definitely something worth talking about Mm -hmm. um i and i i i think it it's it's like to me how um i think we've talked about it before but like um writers like uh edgar Allan poe super famous giant racist a lot of his monsters and uh or darkness and stories are allegories for black people and it's just like, yeah, and like, yes, times are different now and they were different then, but that doesn't mean you can't discuss it. That's not, that doesn't mean you can't talk yeah. about it. That doesn't mean you can't say, uh, you know, th- this is a fucked up thing to talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, H.P. Lovecraft is the same yeah. way. Uh, and I don't, I think that, I think that consuming media that's old doesn't mean you cannot that you can not stop to question it. Right. right? And that's my thing too. And like, I don't, and I, I find, I would find it hard to believe that nobody found this like shocking or disgusting at the time either. So, um, it, I don't know if it really, if the, it's a product of its time argument really holds up in the, this specific example either. Um, I'm just wondering if maybe a lot of people aren't really talking about it now because it's not like a current event. This is quite an old book. And maybe once the movie starts to gain steam, you'll hear a little bit more about it. But, um, for sure, like, you know, Stephen King, I'm sure somebody's going to mention that Stephen King used to take tons of drugs when he was writing. I don't know how much of that you can really blame on yeah. the drugs. I don't know, like, it's it's just, um, to me, I just feel like I can maybe understand, like, it's a product of its time, but it's the 80s. It's not like freaking Lovecraft and Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, it's not like, like 1902. Yeah, this is like the 80s. Yeah. So that's why, to me, I'm like, uh, and like, the thing is, like, with the, even with the, like, the homophobic hate crime and the racism, like, that sucks. And the way it's portrayed is like, because, like, in chapter two, it just came, comes out of nowhere. And I think I even read where it's like, suppose, and I understand it's him setting up, like, how atrocious as town is because i think they're under the all the adults are under the like power of pennywise so that's why but you couldn't do it any other way yeah see that's my thing too i'm like you're an author you're you're a writer you can't challenge us in a different way but like yeah suppose there's graffiti that's like um hey fag show me your cock so i can cut it off or like you know 
kill the gays for God and st- so, like stuff like that. So I'm, I'm like, okay, so that's the vibe you're trying to set for this, like this town. Okay, whatever. Like, not trying to like justify it, but you're telling a story, and this place is evil. Okay, I, I get that. I guess, but like, it, like uh, for me, that that shit is on the like. Okay, for me, um, I. If you're setting the vibe for a town in that way, I don't know if that bothers me as much because, like, legitimately, I go to the bathroom at my school and I shut the stall door and there's just, like, hate fucking sprawled all over the stall door. So it's realistic. Um, and uh, I think there's a difference between mentioning it and condoning right. it. Right. And so, like, and, and even that's what I'm saying. Like, to me, I'm like, I, to, from what I've seen on Twitter, because, like, you know, we're reading Twitter and they're like, what the hell? Like, what's happening in Chapter 2? And so, like, that's, I think that's when the homophobic hate crime happens. And, like, so I, like, I, I'm sitting here, like, kind of like, you know, like, you could have done better than this, but I get why you did it. You know, especially, like, maybe in the 80s where, like, that would be, like, even crazier. And then it kind of... Oh, totally in the 80s, because people were telling, uh, like, people were happy that gays were dying from AIDS. Right, yeah. And, and you know what? I think that was actually yeah. one of the things that was, like, that was mentioned, like, that's, like, you know, God gave you guys AIDS or something like that. So, like, I can, okay, yeah. I can get that. And then you're writing in the 80s, I get that. But, like, this 11-year-old thing, like, makes no damn sense. Like, you can't even mm-hmm. justify that. And, like, I've seen people on Twitter say, like, oh, yeah, if you skip over those, like, the hate crime and the racism, like, I guess maybe there's another even racist scene that happens um, in, the sto- in the story. I didn't even actually even have time to look into that. But, like, oh, you know, if you miss that, then you get into, like, the scary, like, clown stuff. And I'm like, whatever, like. The, sc- the, the scary, scary clown yeah, the sc- stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing. The scary clown stuff is better than that. That's, I don't know. Um, I mean, you just said that it was 1,100 pages. And I, so I feel like that comment about the editors kind of falling asleep for a minute <laughs> yeah. might, might apply pretty well to the whole book the in whole general book. yeah <laughs> but like i'm just i don't know there was that brave editor that edited that book that's never seen the light of day uh with the crucifix nipples oh my God. what uh so this, oh this woman... no wait i know what you're yes. talking about <laughs> yes so she back in the day when vampire novels were gaining popularity because of twilight mm-hmm. um she she's like i edited like hundreds of them whatever uh she's like but there was this one and it turned out that it was the editor-in-chief's niece who wrote it um but she opens up the document there's a spelling error in the title she's like oh boy uh and so then as you're reading you find out that it's about this girl who's in love with uh, this guy who's in love with this girl but she's a virgin and she won't sleep with him so he goes into a back alley and he gets his penis bit by a vampire that's sucking his dick and He's like, you've turned me into a monster. I, I hate this. you. And you're, and he's like, you're, um, yeah, she stopped it from seeing the light of day. Good. She's, he's like, you're a whore, right? Even though he was the one in the back alley oh, getting my. his penis sucked by this lady because his girlfriend wouldn't sleep with him. Whatever. Then he decides he's gonna, he's gonna stalk the, um, the what do you the the virgin girl and uh he sits outside her window fighting off any hobos that might want to rape her right i, and I don't apparently know, man. there I are many of book. these it happens yes all there are the many time. of these hobos oh well maybe yeah. it's from it because and, uh, i think there's like hobos in it that like want to suck dudes off like they can just fucking yeah. smell her through Lord. her window like, through oh her pure God. vagina i guess oh so God. then she's like maybe i can cure you with my magic pussy because i 
am so pure that it might cure you, right? So they have sex, and there's this part while they're having sex where her nipples burned him like crucifixes because she was so pure. And and then um and then afterwards, like he's still a vampire, but she's like, But I still have my virginity because we had sex out of love. And then uh, Dick Biter Vampire comes in through the window and uh there were, st- <laughs> and there were still like two hundred pages or something left wow. of this, and she stopped reading, and she, because uh, she had opened up a bottle of wine at this point, <gasps> she was trying her hardest, and she just emailed the editor and she, she's like, "This cannot, this cannot happen. <laughs> I, this can never see the light of day, and it never did." Um, so, we needed to get her to work on some Stephen King novels then, because... I know, <laughs> she, she's the editor of our dreams. And, she yeah. was like, I can't, yeah. I can't let this happen. And like... Not the hero we deserve, <laughs> yeah. but the hero we all need right yeah, now. Definitely need. 100%. And like, like, again, like, I don't know. I hope I didn't ruffle, like, feathers for people that like his his writing and life is, like, his stories. Um, but, like, I don't you're know. You're still allowed to like them. Yeah, you're still... Go ahead. That's I like Pet Cemetery. Um... <laughs> Yeah, like I don't. This okay? Does he have sex in everyone? Because like I was reading this other thing that said like, okay, he comes back from a hard day's work in Pet Cemetery, and his wife jacks him off in the freaking bathtub or something like that. Yeah, yeah. maybe Stephen King. Okay, has some and then like the only book that I've read like was uh the first Gunslinger book, and I was weirded out about this scene. He like confronts a demon, and like. I remember I was young when I read it, and it's kind of like he rips off his clothes and is like, "Well, then do what you must, demon." And so I'm like. And then he goes like to like the next day or something like that. So I'm like, wait, did he, did he booty boop the demon or did the demon booty boop him? Like, what happened, Roland? Asking the important questions. <laughs> yeah, you know um, I, mean? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not the long walk. I don't remember anything in the in the long walk. It was. I only read the first like gunslinger book, so. Um, I don't remember anything in The Shining either. Like, I mean, no, there was that thing in The in Shining. The- There's that that scene where uh, Shelley Duvall's character walks in on the. The guy in the dog suit giving the other dude a blowjob. Oh right, what? the the blowjob. How could I forget? What? I don't remember I this, and I watched this like it's in it the happens, movie too. It's like a thirty second scene. It happens what? so fast. It's out of context. All right, hold on. Jesse's pulling it up for you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks, so Jesse. I don't want in the to see this, but so that's why I mean, it's, it's, it's non graphic. They're clothed, but like it's weird. It's, and that's my oh, thing. Like a lot of it is like no. most of the stuff that I've I've, I've I found in articles and stuff about like either people like giving people handies or like blowjobs. <sighs> like I think it's I don't know if it was an it, but or one of his stories where there's hobos like talking about like let me give you a blowjob and and no, I think it was it. And then like the house, that old house that's supposed to be in it, like supposedly that's where all the hobos go and give blowjobs or something like that. And like supposedly Pennywise comes out as a hobo, like let me suck your dick, kid. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Let me suck your dick. Yeah, let me suck your dick, kid. Hey, um, kid, have you seen Life Aquatic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, um, and even like the like again, like I didn't read it, so this is all kind of like maybe out of context. I don't know, but like uh-huh. supposedly like the bully kid that's in the mo- in the in the book it and in the movie who's like a real monster i saw one a movie review for it saying that like he's not like your tortured bully who's got a bat at home so he's taking out on the other kids they're saying like no this guy like legit kills animals i'm pretty sure i read an article that says like when he's killing cats and dogs like he's masturbating while doing it like so he's getting off on killing yeah. animals <gasps> that he has a fridge <sighs> that he has a fridge oh, like his his God. secret fridge is filled with all the like animals and stuff like that uh. that he's killed 
And it talks about how, like, they have this big bully gang, and somehow he ends up with, like, the main bully, and he's, like, jacking the kid off, and then, like, he offers to give the kid a blowjob, and the bully goes, oh, you fag, you want to give me a blowjob? Like, they're in Boondock Saints or something like that, I don't know. Like, slap him on top of the head. <sighs> um, but it says that the little girl, that girl Beverly, was secretly peeping on them, so kind of, like, that's what made her think that, like, oh, well, we need a bond, like, he was trying to bond with the bully. I don't know. Like, to me, it's just, uh... like... And, and, and again, like I've, I've read, I was looking through all this stuff because like all these articles because I didn't want to get it wrong that I think I overloaded my mind with like mm. all the Stephen King stuff. So I'm just kind of like, what is going on? Like, like it's and it's one thing to use sexuality in horror to scare you, like in um, Dante's Inferno, the video game. Like you go through the seven layers of hell or whatever, and I think one of them is lust. And I remember seeing my friend play this level, and I'm like, "This shit is creepy." Like these, like, have you ever read Dante's Inferno? Because it's also yeah. creepy. See, see, also for another video game example, Silent Hill too. Silent Hill, yeah, mm-hmm. with like the scary sexual stuff. And I'm like, I can understand you scaring me with like because that that can be creepy. But I'm like, this has no context either way. Like, and I was talking to my wife about it because I was just so like upset about it. And she's like, I don't know, because like one of the, the arguments I heard is like the kids went through so much, they're they're being neglected by parents, the parents are just like not there. Okay. There's all this but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's all this like town stuff with the homophobic stuff and the racist stuff, and they murder the pan dimensional mo- murder monster. So like they're you know, they're kind of like they're growing up a lot faster than they're supposed to. And and I'm like, but like why would they have sex? And then my, I remember my wife saying that she's like, she's pretty sure she remembered reading in the study saying that like, usually when that happens, it's like, especially for a young kid like that to have sex, like it's, it's, um, it's not like the whole bonding loving thing. It's like, this is, this doesn't mean anything. This is like me, like, I know it's wrong. I know it feels dirty. So that's like me kind of becoming the monster. And I think of like different, like, you know, like an uh, uh, Firefly, where that one guy was a reaver, and so he becomes a reaver. Like you know, you become the thing that you hate to kind of cope with it. So kind of like her giving out her body, like that would have made more sense of her saying, like, "Let me have a gangbang happen to me," because what we just witnessed was so atrocious and fictionally <laughs> disgusting that having sex right now isn't as disgusting. But it wasn't used that way. It was used to bring them together because it was used to be edgy yeah because they would grow up and not remember their childhood but they remember the gangbang so well we got well, we love each other oh my you know god I mean? that's such a weird thing to say they wouldn't remember their childhood but they would remember the and they would remember the love and feelings and how it was like a lazy sunday oh and reading poetry because nothing says langston no. hughes and w.e.b dubois like a gangbang you know what i'm saying like I really appreciate that those were the poets. Well, they're my <laughs> they're my favorite poets, so that's why I chose them. But um, yeah, I'm like I, I'm, I'm like nothing about that says Langston Hughes a raisin in the sun to me. Sorry, Stephen King. Why can't they just play Yahtzee? Something, or yeah. So I don't know. That's been sit on a bench in a park and be like, man, that was some shit. Like, like shit. I remember playing <laughs> Star Wars Monopoly when I was like seven, and I'll never forget that game because it was fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure like, being Christ. with your best friends killing a murder clown is probably going to make you sick together. Yeah, you're not going to forget that. Hey, like, hey, so. Nikki, remember that one time when we were 11 we killed that murder freaking clown? 
What the fuck are you talking about, Jake? I don't remember no stinking murder crime. Nikki, we were <laughs> lost in the sewers. The murder, the murder clown murdered. <laughs> I remember oh, The murder clown, which is also a spider. Oh my god! Yeah. What? Yeah, it's a pan. <gasps> oh, it's a pan dimensional <gasps> shape. Tim Curry clown. came out of the sea to tell us that we need to stop. Yeah. So, um, yeah. again, it's, like, if I anyway. if I ruffled any feathers, like, again, I'm just shitting on Stephen King because I just don't, I don't get the hype now. Like, at first I was like, I I get the hype, but Stephen King, Green Mile, uh, freaking all the other, like, award-winning stuff that stand by me, I get it. Like, he writes mm. some good stuff, but at, at the same time, I'm like, why does everything ha- I don't know. Like, I feel like, I feel like I got duped the way Trump duped all these Republicans into voting for him. <laughs> like, um... I don't know, but if you still enjoyed it, I'm glad you did. If you enjoyed, I, I know everybody's enjoying the movie. Uh, it's going to be interesting when we get into Ported Salt because of what my friend told y'all to tell me. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, sorry, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Stephen King. Like, I would legit box him. Like, that's how. Like, I would, I, I would square up. I'd be like, why are you, why are you writing about eleven year old Tim? I feel like that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's. I mean, if we're gonna sit here and say, "God, what is his name?" Who was who was maybe gonna come to the uh, Utah Comic Con? Oh, he's <laughs> that was Orson Scott, Scott Card. Card. No, yeah. he's not. Yeah, if we're gonna box Orson Scott <laughs> Card, like we have to also talk be equal opportunity boxing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm done now. I'm sorry I talked for so long. Okay. Well, it's time to totally switch gears. <laughs> Yay! Um, so I've. I've been seeing Goro Akechi a lot in my my game for Persona Five. Man, fucking Akechi, he's the worst. I hate him he's, so much. He's a piece of shit. Like Jesus, there for this. This is like the stupidest thing that made me salty about him. But there's a point where he just like walks up to your group, and you have some like takoyaki, so those little like ball mm-hmm. things. You have yeah, like fried you, octopus balls. Yeah. You you bought some your your group when you were just about to start eating them, and he walks up and just is like, "Hey, what's up? I'm here to annoy you." And then he eats one without asking. That wow. motherfucker <laughs> taking your food. What wow. the fuck? Shit. That's so rude. No blow. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm <laughs> justice." Ah! It turns out the one he ate was really spicy, though. So I mean, I guess he got paid back. <laughs> but like, fuck, fuck, Akechi, what the hell? Yeah. And then. Like, his social link is really weird. I think part of the problem I have an issue with him is because it, the game really forces you to be friends with him early on. Because, um, like, it's like you're... I, I'm trying to be mean to him. The game doesn't let you be as mean to him as I wish you could. God. But a lot of times I just won't say anything to him or be sort of lukewarm on him or doubt him or whatever. Whatever I can do to be mean. Um, and... <laughs> Then it's just like social link rank up, and it's like, but I just I told him to leave my coffee shop just now. (laughs) But the worst one is that he he loves you. He he has dirt on your group, so he blackmails you, and then it's like social link rank up. (laughs) What? What? Yeah. (laughs) Like okay, we're all friends here. (laughs) Yeah. All right. God, I hate a catchy. He's in my party now. He was in my party for one one required fight. I immediately kicked him out. He is not coming back. (laughs) Good. He's a piece of shit. I hate him. Um. And then the only other thing that I really have to talk about this week is that I've been listening to the Snowman by Joe Nesmo. (laughs) Nesmo still. I'm about halfway through now. 
um, mm. trying to hurry and finish it because pretty soon my my free Audible trial is going to be up, and I don't want to pay <laughs> oh. for it. So I have to listen to the book before they charge my credit Gotta card. Go fast. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't um, do that thing where it gives you the book for free and you just keep it in your library? Well, it should I, do that. They, I mean, sure, fine, but like, it's it's an audible trial, and at the end of thirty days, they're <laughs> going to charge my credit card. So one way or another, oh, okay. like, you can cancel it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, that's the plan. I'm going to finish listening to this again <laughs> and, and then cancel like, it. Okay. Well, like, I have uh this uh fucking all of H.P. Lovecraft's works in this compendium thing that I got from Audible for my free trial. And, like, I, I got it, and then, like, two days before, they would have auto-charged. I'm like, nope, this isn't for me, bye, but I still have the audiobook. And it was, oh. like, a $50 audiobook. Oh, okay. Um, I bought mine with an Audible credit, so I'm not sure if that changed then. Uh, I didn't actually throw down any real money for it. Uh, okay. Okay. But, um, anyway... Uh, no sign of the sex scene slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Oh my god. <laughs> There's so much smut in this stupid book. Oh, and wow. it's all really bad. No. It's really bad. No. Uh... And uh, I'm not a fan. Um, I think I, one thing I noticed is that I think I'm missing out on some uh, backstory that I'm not getting because I haven't listened to or read any of the six <laughs> Other books. previous books. <laughs> um, there's a lot of references that they make to characters that I don't know and that oh. I don't. That yeah, like I stuff like that. Uh, thankfully, it's it's not that difficult to follow. So, um, but definitely, I feel like I'm missing out on some stories of. Like, mm-hmm. like they keep coming back to Harry's really bad interview that he had on TV where he was incredibly drunk um, during the entire interview, and it's like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking mm. about. So it's it's definitely uh, harder to listen to this book if you ha- aren't experienced with any of the series, but uh, based on my experience with The Snowman, I don't think I'm going to go back and read the other ones. Yeah. Just a hunch. It's interesting uh, that the finally, movies are going to start with it, though. It must be just yeah, using the name of the character and the concept of a snowman no no because we're getting into the trailer scenes now oh okay. they're they're adapting the book uh they find they found a severed head they found um a guy in a freezer with ice crystals covering his oh. face and there was some nails in his mouth shaped in a smile Ooh, spooky, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> it's spooky. scary i'm so scary yeah that scene was definitely wow. in the trailer um uh another couple of things that i thought I, I wrote down, like, notes to talk about on the show so I wouldn't forget. And, like, <laughs> two things I f- apparently thought were um, worth noting was that Harry Hole really loves Slipknot. Um, With a band? Ca- every t- yeah, every time <laughs> he's in his car, he turns on Slipknot. <laughs> the freaking best. I don't oh know. I, I'm glad you guys think that's funny too, because I was looking at my notes just now. I'm that's just like, so why did I write weird. that down? Oh my god! Oh, Thank you for writing that down. He Kate. loves like, some Cory uh, Taylor, man. Oh man. Jesus. What's that another band that he has? Uh, Stone Sour. <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to Slipknot. <laughs> oh, I love it. Slipknot. <laughs> Does K sound like someone who listens to Slipknot? <laughs> Yes, actually. <laughs> um, another thing I noted oh, down is God. that we achieved Godwin's Law at about seven hours into the audio audible book. So uh, that's something. We're just all of a sudden we're just like 
you know, this doctor was a surgeon. You know, a house was a surgeon, Joseph Mengele. It's like, calm yeah. down, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, and then the last thing I wanted to make note of is that I've been noticing more and more as I'm listening to the book that the narrator will go on these lengthy tangents where it'll, it'll so like there's this scene where um, Harry is essentially going door, like going to the store and just ringing the doorbell constantly, hoping somebody's going to answer because he has to question them or whatever. And it's like, like Harry was continuously ringing the doorbell. It reminded him of when he was a sad loser as a child and he had no friends and none of the children in the neighborhood wanted to play with him. And like, it, it goes on for like, that's paraphrasing obviously, but it goes on for like 10 minutes describing what a sad, pathetic loser with no friends Harry Hole was when he was a little boy and how none of the, none of the neighborhood children would answer their doors and he would just be going door to door, ringing each doorbell over and over again, and, but nobody would ever answer. No oh, wait, the plot. Because his name that's is right. Harry Hole. <laughs> yeah, just because his name is Harry Hole, yeah, no one wanted to play with him. It's so strange, and that's that's the the one freshest in my mind. But there were, they'll just the narrator will just like go on these big tangents that are barely related to whatever is actually happening, Sheesh. and it's it is strange. That um, sounds rough. Yeah, so we're finally getting into the murders, but it's still not really all that interesting. So, uh, gonna give gonna give this one two thumbs down, unless it, uh, it sometime within the next seven hours it becomes really really good. Oh my god! Jeez. Hello, my name is Harry Hole. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Welcome to Snowman. Uh, me writing a romance. Me writing fan fiction about Harry Hole. And uh, <laughs> no. it's like they get into his car. Stop. Slipknot is playing. <laughs> it's always Slipknot. He can't remember a time where he didn't listen to Slipknot. It's really, it's really more like Harry Hole got into his car. He turned on X song by Slipknot, but he wasn't in the mood. <laughs> It'll be stuff like that all the time. Oh my oh, god! He got into his car. And he listened to this. Listened to Slipknot. It reminded him of when he was a child. Stop. And he went to his first Slipknot concert. Was there an orgy? Oh my god! <laughs> no. It was an entirely adult <laughs> orgy. There was a woman Jesus there. Christ. There was no was eleven so year old beautiful, and she was perfect and lovely god. and wonderful. And the narrator's obsessed with describing beautiful women. <sighs> there you go. That's I the mean, whole book. Wow. I, <laughs> Harry Hole gets into his car. <laughs> <laughs> and the bestial squalls of Corey Taylor. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Jesus. Take the wheel. Look, I, I don't know if my salt can top any of this shit. Like, holy crap. I, want, I, just, I also just want to point out that The Snowman was originally published in 2007. If that uh, makes the slipknot book references make any more sense what? no because it's set in 1980 i don't even know 2004 it's set in 2004 and it's uh it's... i can't wait to see michael fassbender get in his car <laughs> and just fucking slip not gone 
Oh, uh, man. I hope they keep that. If that the woodshot does not come on in the snowman, I will Fuck. be pissed. Yeah. I gotta tell I you, want... I'm currently in the process of trying to convince <sighs> my friend to go see that movie with me. Yeah. If Slipknot starts playing in the theater, I'm going to start busting a gut. <laughs> we all have to and... watch this movie and do, like, a, a bonus Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. No. When is I, this supposed I, to come I, out? I'm Absolutely. listening to the book. I have to see the movie. It's coming out October 20th. <laughs> it comes out next year, right? Oh, no, it comes out October 20th. Oh, oh yeah. shit. October 20th. Yeah, we gotta go. Uh, Every one of us has yeah. to go see. I'm not going to. I don't go to movies by myself. Take Logan. F- I- Take Logan. Uh, Logan hates movies because be he movie. hates fun. Logan hates fun. Well, he's not going to like this movie, so tell him he's in for a bad time. There's... But there might be Slipknot. Does he like Slipknot? Offered by him popcorn. That be, always I might not to talk him into it because she, I think he misses me because I play too much Final Fantasy. <laughs> there you go. You oh, can only God. see he's me like, if you go to the snowman. Yesterday he's like, Nikki, let's let's play some X-Wing. And I'm like, uh, I'm tired. <laughs> I just wanted to like, I, I literally had a friend who like who listens to this podcast, Raven. I talk about her a lot. She uh, she's like, so when are we gonna go see the snowman? And I was like, oh, you bet your ass we're gonna go see the snowman. And I will be a hundred percent pissed if Michael Fassbender <laughs> does not get Slipknot. into his fucking car, turn on the radio, and listen to Slipknot. God. Like I will just be so booty tickled if it doesn't happen. No, I'm I'm going to see this. I don't even if my friend refuses to go with me, I'm gonna go by myself. I don't even care. I'm gonna go see this movie. It is my duty to this podcast. <laughs> Oh, Christ. I'll be seeing it 2K. That'll be our second bonus episode. If I can talk Logan into going, I'll go. Do it. You know what would be funny if it was really good? Yeah, I know. We come back and we're all just like, shit, (laughs) that was a really good film. (laughs) That was the best film we've seen. That was the best. That was 2017 thriller of the year. Yeah. (laughs) Harry Hole. Who knew? Harry Hole. Oh, God, that's gonna happen now. I, just I know don't. It. I don't want to see Harry Hole's Harry Hole. Don't you though? <laughs> he gets into his car <laughs> and pulls his butt cheeks wide apart to give us the full wow. ramble. The cool air of the Norwegian say, like, winter onto the stick ship. Oh my God! That would. Be- <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no. I've been up since five a.m. Oh my god, he just I'm starting to feel it now. <laughs> oh my god, don't do this. You know what would be a good edit? Is if they like zoomed in on his hole and then it came, the camera comes back out through the other side in a tunnel. <laughs> like just, scene change. I don't like uh, this line of talking and I'm stopping. <laughs> I'm ejecting it from the podcast. <laughs> I know I started this, but I regret <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's not. No. Really sorry. I'm not. At I'm all not really. sorry. I'm sorry. This is my fault, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> Kay's done us a great service. Okay, bless you. What would we do without you? We'd be sad. <laughs> That's what. God. Who would turn our podcast? Yeah, exactly. right. I don't know. I think we might need to turn it, turn it around, take it away. No, I'm <laughs> Let's sorry. Get the podcast we, car back Kay, on the road. Yeah, yeah there we go. Because because Kay was on track, and then I took us somewhere dark and scary. Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah, into Harry Hole. Yeah. <laughs> right? We went down the a Harry Hole together. The scariest of all places. <laughs> we went into Harry's Hole. Is that it, would be a better Is it a Harry no, Hole? Is, is Harry's Hole Harry? I don't, oh, definitely. I don't it's really know that much about Michael Fassbender. I don't think Michael Fassbender, Fassbender waxes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't see him as the kind of dude who's like, hold on, let me wax my asshole. <laughs> uh, would it be in poor taste to say it's magnetic? <laughs> no. <laughs> Magneto reference. That's pretty bad. And that was the comment that got him kicked off the show forever. Wait, you can't leave. We need someone to be great. We need someone to edit the podcast. Yeah, you think we can do this shit? I'm only on retainer for editing the podcast. We need someone to be responsible. You see what happens when you're not here to do our intro. We I fall did a apart, great intro and then with Kate the tries. That fell apart. Kay tries so hard. She tries her best, and then I'm just like, I can fucking do this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my intro was great. It was my outro that was a disaster. <laughs> yeah. No, you forgot our email care. address. It's fine. <laughs> We were underprepared. Uh, Nikki, what's your soul? Yeah, get back on the road. Oh, uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, I don't like my job. Uh, but that's like a constant, so it's fine. Uh, well, mostly I don't like it because I still don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing, which is weird. So I kind of feel bad that I'm getting paid to not really do shit. But there's like a black book sketch that's exactly like that, where this lady gets a job, but her boss is yelling on the phone (laughs) when she shows up and she doesn't know what she's supposed to be doing. So she just sits at her desk between two other people who are just typing and they won't talk to her. And she's there and her boss is like, she goes to ask her boss what she's supposed to be doing. And he's like, you know what I hate when people don't know what they're supposed (laughs) to be doing. So she works there and she never knows what she's supposed to be doing. (laughs) me right now um but i'm like every once in a while they're like you're doing great nikki i'm like i'm okay (laughs) Um, okay and then like uh one guy that works there he's like the hr dude he's like oh have you tried looking at this job search site so now i'm like is he trying to get me to find a new job or is he just being like nice because he's really awkward and kind of weird so i just don't know i don't know um Speaking of awkward and weird, uh, there's this guy that works in one of the uh, shops, and last time I was working down in production, he I was like in this back room, like putting some parts together. It it's production jobs, whatever. Um, and this dude, he he comes and he stands in the doorway, and he's just standing there for like five minutes while I'm packaging stuff, like putting stuff together and packaging it, and then he's like, "Hey," I'm like. Hi. And then he just starts talking to me, and I'm like, dude, no. But because I acknowledged him, he, like, comes into the room, and he's standing there, and he's blocking the door, and he's, like, taking up as much space as he possibly can, this small area in this back room. And I'm just like, I want to be out of here, or I want him to leave. And I have said, like, five words to this guy, and he started working here, like, fucking two years ago and i don't fucking know him i know his name and i just i don't like talking to him he's kind of a creep and like the day after that i scheduled a haircut appointment because i'm like i need to look as fucking gay as possible because i do not want to talk to this man anymore um 
all listen i look really gay in the i know the and they still they me. still do it it's just i don't know what to do about this dude because i've never seemed remotely interested like he said hi to me like four times and i've been like hey like i don't i guess hey is like you baby um <laughs> poor dude probably yeah, and I you just acknowledge his presence. You could be like, yeah, but, but, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't, and maybe I'm just I'm bad at reading people, and he's just like trying to be friendly because he's married, but also he's kind of a creep. And so I was working in shipping yesterday, and I was telling this to one of the women, one of my coworkers that works in shipping, and I'm telling her about the story, and she's like, "Oh, it was so and so." I'm like, "Oh my god, yes!" And she, we just started laughing because, like, she knew instantly who I was talking about. So I guess that's just how he is. He's just a creepy, weird dude. So there's a guy like that in my job. It's <sighs> kind of funny that we have like the same dude working for both of us. Yeah, apparently. it's like, don't talk to me. I'm working. I don't want to talk to you. When do I ever look like I want to talk to you? Like when I got my new car, he's like, "Oh, you got a sweet new car." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks. Bye. I gotta go." <laughs> It's like I, just, I hate when I have headphones on and guys are trying to talk. Oh, about that happens to me a lot in the gym. Be any more expressive in the sense that I do not want to yep. fucking talk to you. Yep. Like I am. I and then they're and then the worst part is when you get catcalled and then uh, and then you don't answer them and then they're like, "Bitch!" Oh and you're like, "Fuck." What the amount of men who I like who have been like, "Hey girl, hey girl, hi, hey girl, oh damn, you looking good, whatever," and I don't say anything or I just say thank you or whatever and I walk away. They they just go, "What a bitch! You're a bitch!" You know? And I'm like, Jesus uh, Christ! That like sucks so bad. Like I, God, like it's the word. Like I, there's that video of that one was a chick walking through New York like for five minutes mm-hmm. and like. I'm like, damn, like, yo, like, for one, like, dog, do you really think you can talk to a chick like that? And she's going to be like, oh, my God, let me suck your dick. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, no woman yeah. is ever like that. Like, what makes you think that, like, oh, damn, like, you're so freaking fly. Like, you're, you're not Harry mm-hmm. Hole, so she's not going to ask to see it, buddy. <laughs> like, if you look like Michael right? Fassbender, maybe. But, like, come on. If you look like Michael <laughs> Fassbender. Mean? But I'm like, most of these dudes are, like, goofy slob dudes. So I'm like, dog, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I've had a guy when i was i was 14 by the way when this happened to me and i was walking from the train because i took i commuted every day and i'm walking down to the the platform and he yells at me hey girl can i suck on your oh nipple and i was like what yeah, 14? <laughs> and like 14 year old was so or... afraid <laughs> i know that was a poor case like, i'm sorry power walking to get away from this guy <sighs> I just, ugh, ugh, Yeah, ugh. no, I I kind of wish there was, like, a dick-punching genie that any time a dude did that, like, a genie would pop up and just punch him in the dick. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Because it's just... Just get on that in right? Yeah, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you to the dick-punching genie. Like you get catcalled. You yeah. always see those articles for the for the gym that are like how to approach a woman wearing headphones in the gym. And it's like here's I know, don't step, approach step one. The gym. Step yeah, one, don't. don't. Step one, don't. How to, That's the end. How, how to approach one? Yeah, fucking like, don't, you piece God, of I shit. God, I could just I could wear a sign on my back that says "Do not fucking talk to me," and some <laughs> mm-hmm. guy would be like, "I just need a good pickup line." <laughs> <sighs> I know. It's just, it's just like, don't fucking talk to me at the gym. Ugh, that makes me so angry. I fucking, I, I don't want to talk to you at the gym. I'm at the gym to get swole, not to date. Like, right. 
I'm ru- I've been running on the treadmill yeah. for like two miles now, and I'm sweaty, and I feel like I'm gonna die. I don't want right? to talk like, to you. I look. I feel like, disgusting. I don't want to talk to you. Like even if I did think you're attractive, I do not want to be seen like this. Like Jesus, let me work out in peace. Leave me alone. I definitely see cute girls at the gym, but I don't talk to no. them. Right. I just. I just, I just go, oh, that's a cute girl, and then I get embarrassed and fall on the machine. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you don't go up to them and be like, hey, girl, yeah. hey, girl, can, can I, I get you your number? Hairy hole? Can like, I get your number, <laughs> girl? Your number? Can <laughs> I have it? Can I have your number? Can I have it? Can I have it? It's like uh, Yvonne is a French ass name. But yeah. I think we've gone on another. <laughs> we we, went no, on we another were talking tangent. about men harassing yeah. you. Continue. Yeah, no, that's that's all I got. Like that, that wasn't the story I was planning on telling, but that was a better one. Uh, uh, fuck. I have notes here, and I don't. I they're Final Fantasy, and I don't want to talk. About. I don't, huh? Okay. Um. So there's this this dungeon mode called Palace of the Dead. And how it works is you can go in with friends, you can go in by yourself, you can get matched up with uh, three random people. And the idea is you don't have to have, like, one tank, two DPS, and one healer. You can be any class, whatever mashup. And uh, the layouts are kind of random, so it's kind of like a chalice dungeon. You run for ten floors, and then you fight the, uh, the boss on the tenth floor and then you can continue to the next set of 10. And you just keep going like that. And it gives, like, you start at level 1 when you start, and any experience earned in Palace of the Dead is just applied to you while you're in Palace of the Dead. So you start at 1, and then by the end of, like, floor 10, you're at, like, level 20. Um, And then you pick up treasure chests, and they level up your equipment. Because you don't go in with your armor. Like, you have your armor on, but it's not applied. You have, like, an aether pool armor. And so you you level up your armor that way. So you're beefier. So you kind of want to open chests. Uh, Sometimes it's you maybe don't want to open up a chest because it could be a mimic. And mimics hurt a lot. And there's traps. There's monsters. It's just, it's a bad time. But it's a tool that was put there. So if you're leveling a secondary class, you can level it up very quickly because upon completing a set of 10 floors, once you beat that boss, you leave and it gives you such and such amount of experience. And at low levels at like level 17, it takes run 20 floors. You've got an entire level up, which is insane. Like that takes like 15 minutes to do. Oh my God. Like that's great. Um, the problem with this being you can go in at level 17 is you have baby players going at level 17, playing these classes, getting their class skills that they don't understand how to use because they're not doing the class quests, they're not playing through the dungeons, they don't understand actual boss mechanics because you can ignore usual things like, oh, it's Palace of the Dead. I hit really hard because on this floor I'm level 27 and the monsters are like level 10. So I can run up and take them out in two hits. You don't have to follow the normal conventions of tank needs to grab all the enemies and we need to stay a safe distance away. That sort of thing. And so we've, we, like my friends and I, have been seeing a big influx of people not understanding how to play their characters. And, uh, 
it's just a bad time going into a dungeon with somebody. You can just tell, like, oh my god, they've been playing a lot of Palace because they don't know what they're doing. Oh, that sucks. I, still I don't a- really know how to explain, like... Because, like, at a low level, like, if I'm in a level 17 dungeon with a level 17 character, like, someone, and they're new, and that's, like, their first character, it's like, okay, yeah, of course they're not going to know everything about the character, but at the same time, they only have, like, three buttons that they can use. It's fine. It's baby dungeon time. But then you get to, like, level 60 dungeons, and people are still treating it like a baby dungeon. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? You've, you've got to this level 60 by doing Palace of the Dead, so you don't understand dungeon mechanics at all. Mm. And it's kind of frustrating. We had a really bad run-in with a really hard boss, because nobody understood how to do anything in it. That sucks. And it was like, why are you doing this? Why? <laughs> I still need to do Palace Why? of the Dead. <laughs> it's it's fun. Uh, um, one thing, if you start doing it, it's going to start filling up like your skill bar. Mm-hmm. And with skills that you can't use outside of it, because you're not going to be the right level. Um, one thing my friend suggested doing is going into Palace on your own just to set up the bar and then leaving oh. once you like start getting higher level skills. So then you have your Palace of the Dead set up and then your regular in-game set up. That's cool. And that's something I need to do on my uh, my warrior because I have like these shadow buttons that I can't use. And it's like, oh, I'm trying to use these, but I don't have them yet. I'm just because I was playing too much Palace. Uh, um, and I feel like that might be what's happening to people. I don't know. Maybe that's not it. Maybe people are just bad at this game. It that's could be. entirely possible, too. Why not both? <laughs> right? Both. Like, uh we did the like an end game uh dungeon and we get in and there's a uh a paladin and he's level 50 no no he's level 60 in his level 50 gear and it's like dude you're in gear that's 10 levels lower than your level right now and me <laughs> and to be level 60 it means he ran all the way through the second expansion and he's at the end he's doing a dungeon that's like the end of the first base game and so we go in and it's just kind of a common thing whichever tank puts on their tank stance first that's the main tank for that dungeon like for that uh trial or whatever if you're doing like a full party so a full party is eight players and so my friend she put on her tank stance it's like all right she's tank and then this guy in his baby gear, because we're like, oh shit, well, she's got to be main tank because she won't die in three hits like this guy. Uh, he decided he wanted to be main tank. And so he starts fighting her for aggro on these things. And it's like putting all of us in danger because he's turning enemies towards us. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you need to stop. <laughs> and so I, one of my friends, uh, she's like, you need to stop. Uh, my friend's the tank is please let me tank and then me as a red mage I'm like hey tank fucking let our other tank do her goddamn job you need to stop and he's just like what I'm like what level and we're all in voice chat you know me and my friends and one of them had said I didn't swear at him I, I'm embellishing a little bit see Joan will call me out because she was there um, <laughs> but we were like god what what gear is he? He's wearing really low, low gear, and I called him out on it. I'm like, "What? What are you doing?" And he's just like, "Oh, blah blah blah." Um, by the end of it, he's like, 
I'm on such and such server. You should you should friend me. And so we think he maybe thought I was being nice and being like, hey, you should do this. But I was like being (laughs) really upset and petty. (laughs) Like, let her goddamn take to her goddamn job, you piece of shit. (laughs) It's like that uh, Key and Pill sketch where they're texting each other. I don't know if you've seen that one. Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah, there's one where he's all like, um, hey, are we going to hang out? And then like the other guy's like, whatever. Whatever? What do you mean, Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the one guy's yeah, you mad. don't get the tone <laughs> yeah. in text. Yeah, so so that was fun. Um, that's how I remember it happening. We can fact check with Joan because she was there. <laughs> it's all a blur. Like all of Final Fantasy when I play, yeah. it's a blur now. Like I just don't know. Everything happens so fast all the time. Yeah, when I was leveling um, up my rogue, um, Caitlin was all like, "Oh, we should go to like." She's like, "Once you get high enough, she's like, we can go to the Palace of the Dead and get you some cool uh-huh. gear." Because I guess yeah, you get cool gear there. Yeah, it drops good gear too. Um, but yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. I mean, I don't know. I think it. it I didn't do Palace until I was level 70, so... Yeah, I'm at, like, 22 right now. No rush to do it. Some people like to do it, and, I mean, some people are good at MMOs. Mm. I'm not one of those people, so I stayed away from Palace until I had an understanding (laughs) of how the game worked for me. But it's definitely a cool tool to use, for sure. Mm. It's just, it can also help you get some really bad habits. (laughs) Like, I'm already getting bad habits from playing it, so I gotta watch myself. <laughs> but, uh, that's all I got. That went longer than I thought. Sorry. <laughs> oh, is it my, is yeah. it Jesse's yes, turn? Jesse, please take the reins away from me. Uh, I, before I start on this all, I, I'm gonna start by saying I've had a series of doctor's appointments this week that continue <laughs> to go on, and then I have an MRI next week, so I'm, like, kind of out of it. And my eyes are still dilated because I had to go to the eye doctor today oh and I forgot that I have a horrific fear of eyeballs until um, I was sitting in the office and there were all these eyes around and I'm like, fuck, I hate eyeballs. And then they're like, oh, we're going to need to touch your eye. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> like panic roll out, some Dark Souls panic rolling out of the fucking <laughs> office. Um, yeah, that... They, they they dilated my eyes at, like, three-something. I still... My eyes are still dilated. Like, I looked in the mirror, and they're huge, and everything's blurry. <laughs> Starting to panic a little bit. Uh, sure, it's fine. Um, so that's that's one of my salt, is that they don't know what's wrong with me, and I had to have people touch my eyeballs today when I have scopophobia. So that was a, that was a terrible appointment tomorrow, oh. too. Um, so that, that sucks. Uh, and then I... Uh, I'm kind of going backwards on this. So I'm used to porn blogs following me and shit on Tumblr and uh, sending me mail or whatever. Um, But they started private messaging me, and not just on one of my blogs, all of my blogs. And not just, like, once a week or whatever. Like, every day. And I don't know why this is happening. And I'm like, please. And it's always just, hi. Hey. My name's Jenny65 or whatever. It was probably Jenny69, to be honest. Um, And, uh, and it's like, what the fuck is, what the fuck is this, Tumblr? Can we, like, can you, can you please do something about these porn bots that are now, like... They're running rampant. Messaging, because, like, you block them, but where are they? They, they keep just coming. keep coming. It's like, you look they out, it's, it's just like an orc army of porn <laughs> blocks. Just a sea. <laughs> I fucking, I hate it. And, like, I know that 
I know that, like, I'm trying to wean myself off Tumblr anyway, but just the tag system on Tumblr is so good when I'm looking for, like, fandom stuff that it's just kind of, like, I hate to give it up. But, because uh, the, the Twitter tags are not as good at all. Like, I remember when I was like, hey, Nikki, how do you find tags on Twitter? And Nikki just snorted, and she's you like, don't. tags. You don't. Yeah, Which is weird none. when, like, random uh, people find you. I'm like, how are they, fi-? like, why is this businessman <clears throat> from Arkansas wanting to request me just because I wrote podcasts? Like, have you guys gotten mad, because too? Because he yeah. probably searched that. Yeah, but it's just, like, Like, so you could weird. search... Like, you can search podcast and it'll pop up podcast. Anybody that's used, typed in the word podcast. Yeah, that's what's just weird. Like, you can search Harry Hole and you'll probably get something. Yeah, and all these, like, porn bots come after you. Like, what was the one, like, I forget what what I said. And, like, I got all these, like, logistics and, like, like, just this random ass thing. And, like, and I think it was, like, I posted about a... If I talk about the gym, I have, like, 12 Yeah, that start following you. Yeah, if I... Yeah. Like mentioning a job yeah. or resume, I get like a bunch of things. They're like, "Oh, we could coach you." I'm yeah. like, "Leave me alone." And yeah. I forget which one I did. I I, I said something about on one of my too. songs, and then like all of a sudden mm-hmm. I got like three like like entrepreneur blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "How did they even like what?" Like I put like I have a new stupid rap song on SoundCloud. So I'm like, "How did that? <laughs> yeah. How and un- how?" And then like I took a screenshot right. and I was like, "Ha Look at these <laughs> look at these entrepreneurs listening to my rap songs." And one of them was like. Wait, I don't get it. I did listen to your rap song. It was like, oh snap! I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I was like, I'm already talking oh crap god. about these guys. And he's like, I remember once I no, it's I, so um, fucking weird. On Twitter, I mentioned buying something with a coupon, and then like this bot added me to some kind of crazy couponing group, and I'm just like, I never asked for this. I don't want this. <laughs> it did work out in my favor one time when. Uh, I left my I left a textbook in the Denver airport. Didn't realize it until I landed in Salt Lake City. Oh my god! And so I p- tweeted out, "Fuck me!" I forgot my textbook in the Denver airport, and a Denver <laughs> airport employee was like, "What gate did you leave it at? I'll go find it." Wow! And he mailed me my textbook. So sometimes Aww. it can be used for good, Aww. but mostly it's just porn bots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly it's just porn. No, bots. this was. It started on my. I have a. I have a not safe for work blog, not my not safe for work art blog. You know that scene in Howl's Moving Castle where she's like, how many um, aliases do you have? And he's like, enough to keep my freedom. That's me. Okay. Um, but they, on my Nate's, my not safe for work reblog blog, they, uh, they started there. So I was like, oh, maybe that's because it's technically like a porn blog, right? But no, no, no. Now they're on all my blogs. And I'm like, and then it's like, I've got like 10 messages and I'm like, oh, my friends are messaging me. It's not. It's yep. Sally Longbottom <laughs> messaging me to be like, hey there, stud. And I'm like, I, whew, I don't know what virus you're trying to give my computer, but I don't want it. So that's annoying. Um, God, my head hurts so much because I'm squinting because my eyes are still dilated. Uh, and then my second piece of salt is, um, I watched Friday the 13th. This is going to be controversial. (laughs) I just know it. Um, the 1980 version. Uh, I was spoiled. I already knew that it was going to be, uh, y'all, are y'all ready to be, spoiler alert. Beer, beer, beer. Um, the killer is Jason's mom. Oh yeah, I knew that. Uh, Gasp. 
And I was spoiled because I watched Scream is one of my all time favorite uh, movies, mm-hmm. which is a weird movie to be like one of my all time. But I I think it's fucking hilarious. So I've watched Scream quite a bit, and that's like one of the first things he asks, like the um, the the first girl who dies is like, who was the killer in Friday the Thirteenth? And she says it's Jason, but it was Jason's mom in the first one. Um, it, but I I have some problems with this movie. Uh, first being. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Second being, what the fuck? Okay, so that movie feels like they slapped it together in five minutes, which is weird to me. Um, the The first thing that happens is that that shook me up a little bit was that Kevin Bacon was in that movie, and I wasn't expecting Kevin Bacon <laughs> oh, to be in that movie. He always and, appears uh, when you least God. expect him. Kevin Bacon disappeared. Yeah, I was like, is that fucking Kevin Bacon? So I IMDb'd it, and it was like Kevin Bacon, and I was like, Jesus. Where? Why? It's just why like when I watched the first Nightmare on Elm Street and Johnny <laughs> oh, Depp yeah, appeared Johnny when I least expected him. <laughs> oh my god! Just I, I, I'm actually gonna watch that one next. I'm watching. Oh, you have to watch. Uh, is it uh, Ticks? Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. Oh my no. god! It's it's the best. Okay, it's got it's got okay. Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air as a thug. What? Yeah, like straight up trying, trying so hard to be a thug in that movie, um, and yeah, there's like these giant ticks that like kill people or something like that. I don't know. And it's got uh, Ron Howard's brother in it, and then it's got a young Seth Green. And so, what? Oh my yeah. god! So I, I am watching. I am. I'll add that to my list. I'm probably gonna do something because um, I know we have a blog yeah. now. On uh, oh yeah, yeah. I might do something spoopy and. F- spoopy and funny for uh um for october that'd be cool yeah um so okay right so they all get to this camp that's 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 cursed right and like first you see this scene from like the 1950s where these kids go to have (laughs) sex and immediate you're like oh rest in pieces because you know if you have sex in one of these movies you're gonna die they did um then this girl shows up, and she's like, I'm going to go to this camp. And then everybody's like, oh, you're going to die, right? And she's like, oh, okay. Um, and then the rest of the film is just, like, sex. Uh, it, it, there's, this film seriously lacks any plot. And I'll get to the point why. And, and like, it's, so people just start dying. So it's like, rip Kevin Bacon. Oh. Like, he he's dead, stabbed through the mattress, right? And um, all these camp counselors start dying because there's, there's no kids there. And um, and then finally, there's one girl left, Alice, and uh, she's she's running because everybody's dead, and she sees all the she sees some of the bodies, right? Um, and she runs, and the camp counselor had left for some reason. The like main guy, I don't remember why he went into town, but he came back to town, and then he lets this hitchhiker in, which was a mistake, and then you see him die, right? Um as you do most of these people, but it's filmed from, this is actually one thing I did like about that film. If you didn't know already that Jason's mom was the killer, it is kind of nice that it's first person. Um, whenever someone's being killed from the killer's point of view, because it helps you, um, it helps hide the, like it helps the surprise, I guess. But so she gets there. The, the dudes, the dude's Jeep pulls up and Alice runs out. She's like, ah, as she is. Um, and this lady's like, it's, this old lady comes out and you're like, okay, she's wearing a sweater. You gotta trust her. She's got a hunting knife on her, which is a little weird, but <laughs> she's wearing a sweater 
and she's like, it's okay, honey. It's okay. Let's go inside. So she, she leads Alice inside, right? And, uh, Alice is like, they're all dead, right? And this oh one girl's, God. like, dead in front of her. And, like, the killer threw the body in through the window, which this lady must be fucking ripped, <laughs> okay? This old lady. Um, and so, uh, and she's like, let me tell you a story. And you're like, okay. And uh, this is the first time, by the way, you have any inclination that Jason appears, which is my <laughs> biggest beef with this film, oh right? Because people just start dying, and they're like, oh, the camp is cursed but nobody tells you why the camp is cursed they don't even imply it they don't have to say it's jason they could have just said a little boy drowned there and then weird stuff started happening no they don't they wait until you're halfway through the goddamn movie for this old lady to drive up and be like i'm the dewey ex machina and she just starts telling you that she's like i had a son I was a cook here, and I had a little boy, and he was swimming, and the camp counselors let him drown. They were making love while my son drowned in the lake. And, like, it shows you, like, flashbacks of Jason drowning in the lake, and he's kind of deformed. They don't mention anything about that. Like, maybe maybe I'm watching a remastered version, to be fair. Someone tell me on Twitter if I'm watching a remastered version. But they show you, like, him drowning, and you can kind of see that his head is dented in, but, like, no, it's never mentioned. Nobody ever talks about it um he's drowning and then uh she's like and ever since i can't let the camp counselors go or whatever she's just been killing camp counselors ever since even though the ones that killed her son or let her son die with negligence are already dead they're already dead and she's like i can't let this camp open again so she's insane right and she keeps talking like she's like she's Jason, like get her, mommy, get her. Uh, she's like, I will, no. Jason. Oh my god! Yeah, the Norman so she Bates chases the girl. Reverse. Yeah. yeah, so she chases the girl outside of the cabin, and the girl opens the car door. Wait, the car, the keys are still in the car, right? Because the lights are on and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the dead dude is in there, and she screams, and then just shuts the door and runs away. What? I'm like, just get in the get car. Get in the car. <laughs> get, get in the car. You idiot! Like. I don't care if there's a dead body. And at first I was like, kick him out. And then I realized, okay, she's kind of small, right? Maybe she can't move him. Just sit on his lap. And I also, I think he was in the passenger seat. So it doesn't even fucking matter, right? So, uh, she runs down to the lake. And, uh, she starts fighting the, the old lady starts fighting her. And the old lady's like fucking ripped apparently because they are fighting. And then finally she gets the old lady's head off. Like she chops it off. It comes <laughs> flying off. Oh. In like one of the most 80s you know, horror movie kind of I never of have to watch movies. this movie now because you've just given a complete play by play. I told you I was going to spoil <laughs> it. Um, and th- then she gets a canoe, right? This part I didn't really understand, but then later I'm like, well, maybe she was trying to go further down the lake to find people. But she gets in a canoe and goes into the lake. And uh, she's floating there, and the cops come, and they're like, oh, there she is. And she's sitting there. She finally looks up, and the music's all calm. And then Jason, who's dead, by the way, comes out of the water, this little boy, and grabs her, right? And then I, I like, this is the, so this movie was not scary at all until that point where I almost pissed myself. And, uh, because I was, like, calm. And uh, and so the, she wakes up in the hospital, and she's like, what about the little boy, Jason? And they're like, there was there was no little yeah. boy. And she's like, then he's still there. And they pan to the wow. calm lake, right? And, uh, and I was like, what the fuck? That last part, 
was so weird because I was just like, okay, right, but you were telling us that the mom was basically crazy and that's why she was the killer and that Jason died, but now this rotting body is coming up but then it's not mentioned again and why was Jason only mentioned halfway through the film and blah, 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 blah. Well, turns out that the writer of the film like the director writer guy had just seen Carrie and you know that scene at the end of Carrie where her hand comes out of the dirt and it's like a big jump scare right he's like we need something like that for Friday the 13th right and uh and so he just did it like he just added that scene at the end for the jump scare has nothing to do with the plot I mean this movie inherently isn't very plot heavy um and uh I, it's not that I don't recommend it if you're in for, like, if you just want to watch. It's not very scary. So if you are, like, a, like, because uh, I watched it alone. I mean, it was daytime, but I watched it alone in my room. Um, just me and Jason. Uh, and, uh, you know, it wasn't that scary. So if you're looking for a fun romp in a lake, um, that that's a it's a fun movie. But the plot is awful like it's legitimately awful and for some reason i was expecting it to be much better because people fucking love those movies like people go back to see them all the time so i'm like there has to be something great about this film i'm like no there was nothing great about that film it was subpar that's right come at me come at me fool have you guys ever seen the video where someone edited i think it might have been friday the 13th seen what a video Someone edited together, um, I think, scenes from Friday the 13th 3, and they uh, added a laugh track over it. They edited together Friday the 13th Am I roboting that badly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They added a laugh track. Oh, Oh, God. I feel like you could have done that with this movie. And also, like, circus music. Yeah. That would have been funny. Like, I don't know if that's copyrighted or not. Doesn't matter. We did it. But yeah. We're in trouble now, Jesse. We're in trouble now for the circus music. It's fine as long as we use less than 30 seconds of it. Oh, we got it. We got it. I know when Jake used the Star Wars theme in the last episode, I'm like. Rest in pieces, us. <laughs> Disney's coming for our asses. We're like so like off the radar. There's no way they're gonna come after. <laughs> no, Disney has like spider senses, and whenever somebody does something with their property, they just like awaken from the grave, and they're like, "Where are they? So are fly, you saying they're Palpatine?" <laughs> Mickey Mouse. I sense them using our property in the forest. They're using my property. (laughs) I cannot allow this to continue. I mean, you heard that like they lost, they lost their director. (laughs) Oh yeah. And then the other person. I doing. Yeah. So. I palpitating the entire time. Um, I guess it's episode, this has to be episode yeah. nine, right? They lost mm-hmm. their director, and then, uh, first they had the script rewritten, like, uh, three times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the person, I, I feel like I talked about this, yeah. um, from another thing that I didn't like the writing on, came in to write on the script, then that, di- the director left, and then they had someone else in mind, but I think Abram is coming yeah. back, and... He he's also writing and uh, directing this time, mm. but like he had so much help with the with the first script that I'm hoping that it's not just like the J.J. Abrams <laughs> show. Um, 
I mean, there. I really enjoyed Seven, and like you know, it made me want to hug J.J. Abram. However, I still want to punch him in the face for Star Trek, <laughs> and so I have mixed yeah. feelings about him as a person. So I'm concerned. Uh, but yeah, they. Uh, well, the difference they're having trouble from his from his own mouth. The difference was that he didn't give a shit about Star Trek, but he loves Star Wars. So. Yeah, he, I mean, he also, he's, like, straight up said he doesn't like it, and he directed, he, like, he basically directed Star Trek so that he could direct Star yeah. Wars, and so, Oh, yeah. my God. Um, I was gonna say, but, have you seen the memes I mean, of, like, they already made memes of him, like, on top of Kylo Ren, and then his same face on the Darth Vader helmet, and says, like, I'm <laughs> gonna finish what you started. started. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's so fucking funny. No, I, I mean, like. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like this is something, because of the script rewrites, I think this is a Disney thing, um, where they are, I think the director actually probably left because, I don't, I mean, Disney, I feel like Disney's putting a creative, oh god, don't sue me, Disney. Um, I feel like they're putting a creative dampening on uh, probably. the films, probably, because yeah. they're, yeah, they're forcing that kind of, like, family-oriented yeah. I I wonder if that's what they did with Which, like Ant Man because they had what's his name Edgar Wright doing it, and then they mm-hmm, brought in yeah. the other guy. I mean, it was still good, but I kind of wonder like what would Edgar Wright do it because he did Baby Driver and everybody loves Baby Driver, so would have been like yeah. Baby Driver Ant Man <laughs> type of thing. Like yeah, like no, I I think definitely um, Disney has a standard for their films that they don't push unless it's entirely popular for them to push it, you know? Um, and I I feel like it... They're afraid to do... I mean, like, not that Star Wars is too dark to begin with, but, like, I, I, I think that, like, they're trying to push out of... Because I heard this one is supposed to be pretty dark. Maybe push out of that on the other side. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Um, I am a little bit paranoid. That wasn't on my salt list, but it, it is some... And it's not really salt, but it's, like, paranoia. I'm like, mm, what's happening in the Star Wars world right now? We just don't know. We just don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe this is a good... This is a good thing that's happening. I don't know. We'll find out next time on Star Wars. <laughs> on the Star Wars report. <laughs> Star Wars report. Um... That's me. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I, we'll start to wrap things up then. Get into some yeah, imported yeah. salt. Um, yeah. The first comes from Grizz at Grizzly Bear. Uh, been working on <laughs> yeah, right? been working on cosplay for SLCC. So that's what Salt Lake Comic Con. Um, yes. Yeah. Tried to pin and sew a sleeve four times before I realized I cut two right arms. So salty and face palms hard. <laughs> and I wrote, I added to the, no, that's the worst. Cause I've done that so many times. Yeah. And then they put Nikki wash. So it was an event. It was a time. I thought you were going to die. <laughs> I was very worried about you. Um, yeah. And then Grizz also says, um, XCOM two war. Uh, wait, it was XCOM 2, War on the Chosen is incredible. I'm salty about it consuming my life. I play it in all my free time, plus think about it at work, a la, or via, like, 
Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> I really want to play XCOM too. I want it. Yeah. So I've never played it, but I hear it's good. Mm-hmm. Isn't that new Mario Rabbids game kind of like based on that gameplay? Like the way like it has a similar game engine apparently. Yeah, like the cover or whatever or turn based. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching uh Game Grumps. Yeah, that's who that. I was watching too. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't want to touch it. Yeah. I'm not I mean, not that I didn't enjoy the Rabbids game. I think <laughs> like when when it came out for Wii and you were like using your butt to like move the sled thing and shit, that was pretty fun. But like I I don't I don't know what to do with this. It's kind of weird and makes me uncomfortable <laughs> to see Peach Peach Rabbit. I'm like, oh, oh god. god! Did you watch mm-hmm. the one today? <laughs> no, not yet. Oh god! Aaron says something choice about Peach Rabbit. No. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, bravo! And I stood up at my desk and started clapping. And they're like, you should be working. And I'm like, you shut your mouth! Aaron said something incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Lord. So wants to take the next one. All right. I will take the next one. <laughs> um, Saul at Better Call Me. First, did any of you watch It? Uh, it sounds like a resounding no. Nope. <laughs> Nobody's seen nope. the new one yet, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, try to convince Jake to watch it. <laughs> nice to um, try, yeah. And I'm salty because I have to wait for the second half of the story. Yeah. That oh, was... wait. They only did half the movie? Yeah. Because the, yeah, the story's the in two parts. Portion. Yeah. Oh right, because it's it's when they're kids and then as adults. Yeah. Yeah. What the? F- yeah. This. Yeah. It was actually this that started my whole Stephen King salt because at first I was salty about. I'm like, why does everything have to be in two parts? And then this is Harry Potter's fault. <laughs> exactly. <and I> will- <laughs> yeah. Ever since they cut the seventh movie in half, yeah. like every person's like, and then Twilight, yeah, we have- and then yeah, yeah. Twilight, yeah. and then freaking the four Ugh. Hobbit movies or five Hobbit movies, and I'm like, why? Yeah. Why did we need why? the Hobbit? Is the shortest book. Yeah. Why did it get so many fucking movies? Yeah. Hobbit yeah. I only movies. watched the first Hobbit movie because it was so drawn out <laughs> that it was just <laughs> exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I made it through the first Hobbit movie. I, I, saw, I think like, I saw that one in theaters. I think it would have been probably shorter if they actually let Guillermo do it instead of freaking Peter mm-hmm. Jackson coming back. But whatever. Oh, God, Peter Jackson. I have some salt with Peter Jackson. <laughs> he better square up. <laughs> Con- <laughs> Continue. We're just like, squaring up with all these people in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, we're just like it's time we're to fight. fight you this week. We're boxing. Yeah, we're boxing. We're boxing. Everybody. God. But, yeah, sorry, so I'm not gonna watch it. I, I, I feel like I'm probably not gonna touch any Stephen King. I, my anything. friend wants me to go see the new movie with them, so I'm probably gonna go. Yeah. All I can think about is that gif I saw of him dancing. <laughs> what? He's like, oh, you guys continue with the imported salt uh, with. And I will find this. <laughs> Lord. I'm d- I'm good. Thank you, though. Thank you. Are you going to read the yeah, next one? Yeah, I want to take the or... next one, Nikki. Uh, where's the, where's the next one? Kokagoro. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wasn't on his... Yeah, okay. This one's from at Kokagoro. Hi, Ko. I miss you. During gem farming in Bloodborne, I learned winter lanterns can drop ten pebbles. I'm not sure who was more salty, she or me. 
<laughs> I don't think I've really successfully killed any winter lanterns. I usually avoid I them. Have. I have killed them before, but I usually avoid them I because they're scary. I didn't know they dropped anything, so that's really I've upsetting. Gotten, I think I've gotten like blood shards from them before. Or something. Uh, something. It's always something small, but I never gotten rocks. Yeah, I think the like, only one I've ever killed is the um, is that one across the like beams when you see the creepy uh-huh. face spiders, the the mo from uh, <laughs> from Three Stooges spiders. Um, that, I think that's the, the only one I've the, ever killed. No, the mo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that like, yeah, the one that's just right. Yeah, because that one face. was like killing me forever. So I'm like, maybe if I kill it first, but. Mm-hmm. No, like I'll I'll hear the singing <gasps> and I'll just yeah. turn around yeah. and go in the opposite direction. Nah, man, I fight those assholes. <laughs> I'm just like fuck off. I like, freaking I'll get hide. Them. But then the second they turn around, I just sprint <laughs> and I just whip out my fucking sword. And I'm just like, bitch, you fucking thought. <laughs> Sorry, I love Bloodborne. Oh man, I'll never too. find the. I saw this gift once and I'll never. You probably see it never again. find it again. Yeah. Yeah, also, I know. fun thing about the Winter Lanterns is uh, they wear the same uh, clothing that the doll does. Yeah, that's cool. Weird yeah. and interesting. That's so spooky. Yeah. I love the way they hum, but man, when they start freaking Yeah, they're you, spooky. It's, that's the, I that's don't the like Mind Flayer bell of their Bloodborne. Their hugs are bad hugs. Where you can... Yeah. There's that one sound in the game where it just kind of sets your teeth on edge. Yeah, like, I just fuck, where is it? <laughs> I can't even do it, but it's so good. Yeah. Ah. It's spooky. It's good. I just, I, I honestly think it sounds like beautiful. To be honest with you, like mm-hmm. I don't, like I find it alluring. Like there's sirens. I'm like, ooh, yeah. What's this humming? And that's kind of, and then you're like, that's kind of what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, dang, Jake, the game developers, they they achieved what they wanted. Yeah, because then I'm like, what is this? And then like brain face was like, die. I'm like, no. Yeah, and it's like they they are trying to hug you because it's like yeah. they're trying to soothe hunters. Like, Love and it's like. It's like, oh, thank you, but you're driving me insane, yeah. so maybe not. Oh, God, I've seen enough clowns for tonight. Jesse, stop. Stop we right got, now. Get the we got fuck one out more. of there. We got one more uh, imparted yeah. thought. Are you too dilated? Can I read it with yeah. my... Yeah, are like, you too dilated? Or- Can you? <laughs> my blurry eyes. Yeah, do all, let's do, do this. Okay, you It'll got be- this? Yeah. Um, so this is from Homeward Joan uh, at Wrenchwitch. Um um, Herm, how about, I'm salty that when I wake up from a nap, I, this is the perfect one for me to read because I love nappies. Um, when I wake up from a nap, I always feel like I've been hit by a freight train. Is that just me? No. No. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on this one. Oh my I, God. I relate to this salt on a personal level. <laughs> I always feel so disoriented when I wake up yeah. from a nap. That's why I don't nap. Yeah, you know, do Nikki it. doesn't nap, and you know it's probably better for her not to nap. But like, <laughs> I, I can't. I do usually it. don't, but sometimes you know, like especially back when I used to work in a school with like kindergarten age children, I would come home and sleep for an hour <laughs> before yeah. doing anything else, and it was never a I good idea, but it. I needed it. Like it always, like I just can't fall asleep during the day. I guess like it's really hard for me to. uh take a nap unless I'm in a moving vehicle and then even then like <laughs> after I've slept I I feel like I'm dying and I never feel better for the rest of the day yeah I I love naps um partially because the meds I take 
uh, make me super, super tired. Um, so Hopefully I can... you don't sleep ever. Yeah, I do. I mean, like, it doesn't really matter if I get three hours of sleep or ten hours of sleep. I'm always mm-hmm. tired. And it's definitely to do with my... Like, I, I talked to my doctor about it, and they're like, oh, we're well, taking all these um, meds for your mood issues. Uh, they make you tired. And I'm like... Well, ain't that just a little bitch? <laughs> I always have that where I take a nap and then I'm up for like five hours in the middle of the night. Like I can't go to sleep when I'm supposed to go to sleep. I yeah. could drink 24 cans of Coke Zero and like still probably fall asleep if I was really tired. And then other nights my anxiety keeps me up really bad. Same. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't sleep, or we get old beeps, or I don't even know. I'm getting tired right now. <laughs> You're not speaking of sleep. Got to tuck Nikki in. Uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up then. Um, thank you, everybody, for your, your imported salt. Um, yes, thank you, you. We really do enjoy it, so if you're salty, um, let us know that we're not alone in being salty with our nerdy um, <sighs> hobbies and loves and stuff like that. So um, definitely feel free to contact us on... And- by the oh. way, if you don't have salt of your own, you can always send us salt from around the web, if should you be so inclined. Like we did that one time with the Denver Comic Con page. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, like, uh, I also, uh, um, ooh, well, maybe just send me. <laughs> I, if you if you guys see some salt out and about in the in the wild, send it to me, because I want to see it. I, I love I love it. Just just at me on Twitter. Just be like, hey, yeah, that filthy wizard. Yeah, yeah, I love when you people talk to me. Joan was like, "Can I be your friend?" And I was like, "Wow, Joan, you really didn't have to ask. <laughs> you come really highly sweet. recommended. <laughs> You've got yeah. letters She's of so recommendation cool. from everyone. Yeah. I love that she like asked me for the Vorbeat today. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at her for that. I'm not actually mad. Well, at Joan. I'm mad at you for that. If well, here's a here's a little, it's going to be like old news by the time this episode comes out. But apparently, um, in the bloopers of the Monster of the Week podcast, have you heard about this, Nikki? Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, Chris didn't know about our Vorbeat, which I'm like, come on, Chris, like, listen to the podcast, bro. Um, <laughs> I shouted your, like, your videos of being haunted on uh, YouTube. But uh, yeah, apparently he, he did this thing where he's all like, I don't know, they're talking and he says like, I'm a big boy. There, you can use that to edit however you want. And so I guess, like, Jeremy was like, yo, have you heard what they did to Nikki? And he's like, what? And I guess he plays the beat on their podcast. <laughs> so you're on Monster of the Week saying, Vormy Daddy. Uh, <laughs> Vormy Daddy. My shame. Yeah. I want you to know, I, I shared that uh, with, with my friend, Steph. Uh, she was on the uh, episode 69 yeah. of don't give up skeleton and she is just like i like i shared it with her probably the day that you you showed it to me oh yeah and like hours later i was like i I regret sharing that with you she's like no it's open on my computer it's been open for like the past five hours (laughs) and i keep playing it i'm like stop please (laughs) please stop Well, this podcast is truly over because Kay's computer crashed again. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. My heart is Kay. broken. Rip K. R.I.P. Well, Someone will have to, to do her. Yeah, well, her, yeah, let's do that now. Yeah. yeah, let's do the outros now. Okay. 
So if you want to uh, talk to Kay, you can hit her up on um, Twitter at uh, Humanity Upgrade. Is there any dashes in it? Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna remember. No, I don't. I think it's just at so. Humanity Upgrade, and then she also yeah. has a, a, a cosplay Facebook, cosplay. Um, Crow Feather Cosplay, which is actually pretty cool. You guys should go check it out because she actually does really cool cosplay. Um, I know she just says, "Hey, come check out my cosplay," and she's kind of like, you know, humble about it. But she actually got skills. She's got really. Good she's cosplay. got skills, yo. Like her, um, was it that? Is it Soy Fong that she's working on right now? Mm-hmm. Um, like it looks legit and she's like still working on it so definitely go check out her Facebook if you haven't um, she's got she's got her uh, was it Princess Zelda that she just, that she cosplayed where mm-hmm. she's sitting on the um, Iron Throne from Game of Thrones yeah, so cool. it's I so dope that. and then there's another one with her friend who did Princess Peach and they're both sitting on it so definitely cool cosplay mm-hmm. go check it out um, and does she have anything else just that on Twitter and yeah. and then eventually she'll do the the night trap on Twitch, but yeah, probably after Comic Con is over. So mm-hmm. and after all the her conventions, yeah. And so that's Kay. Where where can we find you, Jake? Oh, where you find me? Okay, you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart. Um, I guess if I'm just gonna like, I usually don't post any or say any of my other stuff. But if hey, if you want to listen to some weird goofy hip-hop music um you can go to jakelionheart.bandcamp.com all my music is free um (laughs) yeah so uh, i'm working on some stuff now i've got some stuff that like i recorded in july and it's just sitting there because i want to get some other rappers on it but nobody's rapping on it and so i'm like ah should i just pull it out like put it out but we'll see i don't know it's it's funny because it was really it's really relevant to what's happening socially and culturally now and i was just kind of like i wrote this in july and there's like one song that definitely kind of touches on the subjects that happened in charlottesville that i was like holy crap i forgot i wrote this and recorded it but um yeah i don't know so anyways um check out for wait for new music and stuff like that and uh that's me where can we find you, Jesse? You can find me at Filthy Wizard. Oh, I'm so close to the mic. You're you can so find me <laughs> at, at Filthy Wizard uh, on Twitter, at Filthy Magic User on Tumblr if you want to see my art there. Um, you can also, I haven't mentioned this, but I have a reblog Tumblr if you want to see what I'm into. Uh, that's uh n- no not the not safe for work one the safe for work one um which is uh spaces for gays on tumblr.com um and on my on my twitter page you'll see a link to my comic and there's a weird underscore thing that's been happening uh yeah. i think i've been saying the wrong thing so you can just click that <laughs> click that link to and uh <laughs> and um, hopefully I'll be updating soon. So yeah. Cool. Cool. And Nikki, where can we find oh, I'm Nikki. Oh, that's so fun. I just realized you, you hijacked the show. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I was supposed to be. Remember when I did that last oh, episode? According to K-Cock. <laughs> oh, uh, Hold plan. on, I'm going to be the subtitle. It means plan. Yeah. <laughs> you can find 
find me at Lost Panda. And that's all I got. I've got a Twitch. I don't know. Maybe I'll do some spoopy Bloodborne streams Yay. in my Chalice Dungeons next month. I think that'd be fun. We should do that, because yeah. I still haven't done yeah. the Chalice Dungeons. Like. Shit, so let's stream that. I'm going to do it. It'll get me away from Final Fantasy for Yay. like four hours. Yay. Yeah, we should do that. Yay. God that'd be cool. bless. But um, yeah, so that's where you can find yeah. us. Um, and if you want to find yeah. the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Podcast Salt. Um, you can DM us some salt. You can tweet us some salt. Um, you can email us some salt at the salt report at gmail.com. Um, you can just bathe us. Yeah, exactly. Just hit us up with it. You can find us. Mummify us, <laughs> mummify us in salt. Yeah. Yes. You can find us on iTunes if you're not already there. But if you are on iTunes, hey, why don't you go ahead and click that review tab? And hey, why don't you go ahead and click that five star? And hey, why don't you go ahead and leave a review? Um, yes. And if you drag us in the reviews and you give us a five star, we will read that on the show. Hell yeah. Um, so I'm going to go drag us right now. Do, <laughs> go do it. <laughs> We'll read it next show. Um, we're also on Fireside.fm, so um, if you're not an iTunes user, um, you can go to um, the saltreport.fireside.fm, um, where yeah. yeah, where you can hopefully see some really cool spoopy um, blogs from Jesse coming in October. Um, we also have um, starting well by the time this airs last week, um, t-shirts. So if you want to get some cool t-shirts and help support the show, um, you can head over to TeePublic. We'll have a link in the notes. Um, we So far, we have just the goofy shirts that I've made, but I'm excited because Jesse's going to make some pretty cool art yeah, for Jessie, us. Jesse's going to make some um, good ones. I'm like super excited about the, the anime titty car 80s drive um, yes. shirt. So... Yeah, that's my specialty. If you didn't, I have a boner for that style of art. So I did an entire food truck themed on it for an assignment. Yeah, graphic design. that's right. Yeah. So okay, Fuck I'm yeah. so I'm hyped because drive is my my jam. So <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, but if you want some of the goofy stuff that I've made, there's like a cat daddy shirt. There's a not safe for work Jesse shirt. Oh my! There's God. a hashtag classic Nikki shirt. <laughs> and uh, for Kay, we've <laughs> we've got her driving the podcast car, telling the rest of that us really that she'll good. turn the car around if we don't straighten up. So, um, yeah, definitely check that out, and and all of that helps just keep us going. Um, and uh, we also have did I say coffee already? But we have a coffee page, ko fi dot com forward slash salt report. Buy Yay! us a coffee. We know our good friends Cocagro and Wrench Witch have, so thank you to them. Yeah, and go you. ahead and join the coffee the coffee gang. I don't know what we're gonna call that, but ah. yeah. So with that, um, we're all gonna go to bed, and yeah, we'll be salty again next week. I almost said sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> So with that, I would have said you too. Yeah. So, <laughs> R.I.P. Um, K. We'll, we'll resurrect her for the next show, and uh, we'll see you guys all next yeah. week. Bye. Bye.